hello, hello, and welcome to yet another where I feel like I need to scooch over a little bit, get more in the picture, uh, TRC Podcast Q&A Thursday, right here on the Rag Company Podcast YouTube channel. Of course, your host, Dane Hennon. To my left, Anthony Fisher. Dane, thank you so much for having me. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, you know, it feels it feels so weirdly formal, where it's just yeah. like a, a, a more intimate setting, because... Levi is out for the day, obviously, but you got us. We're going to answer your detailing questions, comments, all that good stuff. So don't worry. If it's more car related, I'll be your guy. If it's more detailing related, Anthony's got you. So we're 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 going to have some fun. We're here for a good time, not a long time, technically two hours. But uh, if we end sooner, we end sooner. But yeah, Levi is out today uh, doing some stuff with his kids. And we are holding down the fort here on Q&A Thursday. So uh, first and foremost... Uh, if you haven't checked out the live video that we did yesterday with Mr. Adam Patali from Adam's oh, Polishes, please go and one. check that out. It's a fun video. It was a good time. Uh, yours truly washed <laughs> a vehicle. We had Dane on the MC here uh, uh, basically guiding the show along and answering your questions yesterday. And uh, Adam was a treat, right? Adam's awesome. So uh, he comes by every once in a while here at the Rag Company headquarters, and he had offered up his Audi RS6 for a wash, essentially live wash. And uh, we did that using some of Adam's polishes, and we used that Adam's polishes polishes, and we used some of the Rag Company's Rag <laughs> yeah. Company's towels. It was a good blend. It was a good time. I, it was it was funny. I was saying that yesterday. I'm like, I'm like, all right. So today we're using some of Adam's Adam's polishes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have to like double like, down. Like, like this, Adam's Adam's. We're using some of Adam's <laughs> products. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, he he's a great guest, and what I like about him is he just kind of like breezes through those conversations. Yeah. It never feels really forced or anything. He has opinions. He has perspective, and it makes him more interesting having somebody you can really kind of go, you know, back and forth with like that. True. Um, so check that out if you haven't seen it. It's it's a fun video. I think it's a good time. And obviously we love the R6 Avant. It's, a, oh, yeah. it's an awesome freaking car. So Long roof lifestyle. Other things here as far as housekeeping goes. Um, I was informed, not informed. I was uh, surprised today when I was uh, surfing the Rag Company website. So I don't know if Nick has the ability... Surfing. Has the ability to go to the Rag Company website. <clears throat> oh, he hey, does. look at that. And uh, obviously we have some promo stuff coming up for TRCMA, which I'm going to cover here shortly. Mm-hmm. But if we actually go over to the new products tab, Nick, and click that bad boy, what do we got? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> new products. New freaking products. So yes. um, up top there, we have the Ultra Wheel and Body Brush, which we'll click on that. And this is something that is new that technically we've created some media around. And if you you used it yesterday with Adam. Yeah. We haven't created our formal video yet, which we probably do need to create our formal video, kind of our our, our main product highlight video. There's a video Um, on the listing. But there is a video. And just to kind of quickly go over this, just for people that have been out of the loop, we started this brush creation process about... Um, over a year ago, actually, when I started breaking down kind of the design and kind of what I was, the, the, the kind of brush that I most wanted, that mm-hmm. kind of what it, it's really what it came down to. And so this was something that uh, myself and with the help of some other TRC team members kind of designed from the ground up here. You got we, very specific with it. Correct. Yeah. We used, we used kind of a, a general template. There are some other brushes on the market, which we like the general size of, but we wanted to obviously create uh, something of our own. So this new ultra wheel and body brush is not a small brush. It's not a large brush. It's a medium size brush. Um, I can't say that enough because whenever you think of a wheel brush, you think of a big old brush with a big <laughs> face of it that, you know, kind of just covers <clears throat> the main. Usually it's pretty 
big. Yeah, just a, it's like a broad, a broad brush, right? This is more of a uh, a fine tooth comb that's actually going to be able to do a really good job at uh, knocking out the nooks and crannies of a wheel or parts of the body of a vehicle. And um, it's got some really cool design cues. So obviously we have rubberization on the entire thing. It's made out of a very high impact grade plastic. Um, we've got our TRC kind of uh, molding on there. We maybe our, our, our imprint of our logo, which is really cool. And then the bristles themselves were um, a very proprietary process that we went through here at TRC. And we basically did a crisscross design on the bristles themselves to create more rigidity there. Uh, and maybe think of like a toothbrush, but we also did a frontmost tip of the brush, which is actually going to be used for getting into more of the nooks and crannies. Uh, and we actually did an angle on that as well. So uh, you'll notice the U there in the blue shape, which is pretty cool because that stands for ultra. Uh, but this is probably one of my favorite products that I've um, kind of had my hand at creating to date. And I think it's something that every detailer needs in their bucket, regardless of whether or not they already have a larger wheel brush or whether they have smaller detail factory brushes. Um, this is just like a that perfect do-it-all brush that truly can do everything without being too big or too small. Um, it does have a hang tag on there, which turns into a sticker. It has a really cool clamshell design. So um, highly recommend picking this brush up. I, it's priced extremely well. We wanted to come in, come in, come in to the market with a brush that um, everybody would be able to purchase and everybody would be able to use. And so I guarantee you that you're going to absolutely love it. So um, try it out, pick it up. I think you guys are gonna really like that. So the other product I wanna briefly go over, um, and this is something that I, I believe we have an extremely limited amount on, uh, is gonna be the Ultra Rip and Rag XL. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So we were surprised to see this pop up on the site, but it looked like we had an air shipment, in, uh, air shipment order in that came in soon to where these are available to purchase if you wanna get your hands on these sooner than later, especially before all the media comes out. But ultimately, this is a 16 by 16 premium pearl towel in a 70-30 blend with a over, I would say over 280 GSM uh, but it is a towel that you can rip off of the roll and jump straight into a coating removal, um, coating leveling, wheel coating, uh, paint coating, metal coating, whatever you want it to be. Um, this is not your standard rip and rag, which is a, it's a 70-30 blend, but the standard rip and rag is a terry weave uh, and under 200 GSM. This right here is approaching 300 GSM and it is in a premium pearl weave. And so uh, in the ultra blue too, which is really cool. And then if we go back to the product page really quick, um, we do have the new alkali wheel cleaner from Coach Kemi now available on the website, uh, which this is out. This is basically Coach Kemi's alkaline based wheel cleaner. So it's exactly what out sounds. Uh, Magic wheel cleaner is going to be more of on the lower of the pH, we've had a 5.5, so more acidic. Um, this is going to be more alkaline. You can do and, tires with this one. Uh, you too, can do tires. Because yeah. it's alkaline. And yeah. you can do tires, and you're going to have a, a much better ability of cleaning <clears throat> there. And uh, I think it's also priced extremely well, and it's highly dilutable, so something that people can pick up. And then we'll go back one more to the main page there. Uh, and then I want to point out that uh, the reset clay scrubbers uh, are available now from PNS, and this is the PNS colorway of our ultra clay scrubber. So if you love the ultra clay scrubber, but you're looking for a little bit of variety, um, then pick these up. This is going to have that uh, black and red combo, which 
obviously looks super, super cool. Mm -hmm. And you can add this to your bucket um, and your next wash as well. So that's going to cover everything. We did sell out of the uh, Rag Company 1500, or not 1500, the Rag Company's Eagle Edgeless uh, <laughs> Blanket. We did sell cool. out of that, um, so thank you to all that purchased that. Hopefully, you guys are staying warm here uh, in these winter months. Let's see. Um, I'm trying to think. Last but not least, uh, TRCMA. Yes. We are less than a month away, Dane. It's really, really close at this point. Now, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. let's kind of reiterate for people who maybe it's their first time here. They have no clue. You keep saying TRCMA. What is that? TRCMA, the Rag Company Media access this right here is the event of events right looking for something to do on a work on a, during a work week right yeah looking for something to listen in on something to watch something to completely dive into on your phone on your pc or mac in the background on a tv at work yeah. something that revolves you know? around detailing then yeah. look no further yeah, you found totally. it you're already technically kind of here almost. You're just one channel away. Absolutely. So the Rag Company Media Access is uh, kind of our take on a premier event that features new detailing products, tools, techniques, tips, and tricks from some of the biggest brands in the industry under one roof here in Boise, Idaho, that we live stream to all of you watching to keep you in the know on what's new in detailing, especially coming into the spring and summer months. And so uh, there's SEMA, which is fantastic, which is usually rounds out the end of the year, yeah. gives you some products to look forward to in the but following that's like year. car stuff, too. That's everything, right? Things. Yeah, it this goes well is, beyond detail. This is detailing <clears throat> specific. This is focused. detailing, yeah, detailing focused. And SEMA. Um, this is one of the biggest events that we do and one of the biggest productions that we put on here at TRC. Obviously, we do a lot of live stuff. We make a lot of videos. Uh, we have a lot of fun with social media. But this right here is like literally our the whole all enchilada. hands on deck, <laughs> the full enchilada, the loaded nacho, the... Um, the one pound burger, the, the one pound burger, boy, yeah. the, I don't even know what other food analogies I could put it. This is like not one pop tart, not two pop tarts. This is the Costco pop tart pack yeah. all put into one and shoved into the biggest air fryer possible. It's taking all of the skills that we utilize in like our little Q and A's and live streams. And we do Q and A's every week that we can. We do a podcast every week that we can. It's a regular thing for us, but this goes so far beyond that. This effectively brings the trade show experience to your screen yeah. and it's just make it available the big difference though is unlike say in other shows that are out there where it's pre-recorded and it's kind of like it it looks really cool but it gives you the experience of like oh wow i know what's new now the beauty of this kind of format is we're actually when we do this we make it available to you as a commenter as a viewer to be able to actually write in your comments and as long as it fits the timing that we've got you'll be able to ask the people actually involved with the products and companies questions and they'll be able to answer in real time that's not something you really get other places so without having to go to a trade show this gives you that opportunity yeah so we uh we love this event we have a ton of fun we kind of tell people that you know, if you're if you're in the industry, right, <clears throat> and um, or if you've been part of our team, whether it's being a grand ambassador or, or whatever it may be, right, involved with us, it's one of the funnest events to just be a part of in person. Yeah. But really, it's just as fun to be a, a part of it on on your phone, right? I mean, it's yeah. just as fun to be a part of it um, on your computer. And we really try to make it that way to bring you in for just the best experience possible. I mean, obviously, we bring. 
a lot of our sense of humor to the show. We have a ton of fun with that kind of stuff, but we also bring out some really valuable information, especially from people uh, in the industry that know different things than what we know. I yeah, mean, it's, it's and we're, cool. we're integrating fun new elements. Like every year we kind of have a different thing that we put into it. Maybe it's like a theme journey kind of thing that ties to some products or whatever. Maybe we do a fun intro. But in this case, we're trying something a little different so that for the extent of the entire day, it feels like one continuous thing and there's always something going on. So this year is going to be stretching us even further than we've gone before. But I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really good time. So if you haven't seen it before, go check out the old episodes. You can certainly see those after you're done here. Just check out the TRCMA playlist over on the main Red Company channel. Or, you know, if you're just waiting, you can obviously go and uh, find it when it happens, April 1st through 4th, this coming April. Yep. So, good time. Um, last but not least there, I mean, while, yes, we're going to be here and <clears throat> we're going to be having a ton of fun, we're also bringing in many people that you guys are aware of, right, and, and that are part of our Grand Ambassador program. So, yes. uh, Jamie the Cleaner, uh, the king, our showdown winner, <laughs> right, is uh, going to be here uh, in flesh, in person, where we are going to get as many smiles out of him that we can, and obviously film all. He's of them. not a big smiler, but when he does, smiler. it's worth it. We're gonna we're gonna get yeah. as many smiles as we can. So uh, Jamie's gonna be here. We're gonna have Alex Dewar, right, previous Grand Ambassador of the Year. Them two together helping kind of host uh, the podcast, the, the Cleaner Cast Halftime Show. Halftime Show. Uh, they're going to be here doing that and staying busy, which is really cool. But then our other Grand Ambassador Showdown contestants are also going to be here as well. I, I. I don't want to call them runner-ups because they're that, that's that's un, oh no that's, they worked hard for they this. worked hard for everything and so they they are all to say they're all they're all they're they're also our showdown they've all people. been invited here yeah. and are, are be given the option to come here so yeah. we're gonna get as many of them here so as possible. we're uh, I know Darren is gonna be here for sure yeah. I know the bearded hunter is gonna be here awesome. for sure I know Matt Marsh Dabbler Details mm-hmm. is going to be here for sure and I know that who am I missing. Well, obviously, you, you have other folks who you're still waiting for an answer from. But. So, yes, I'm still waiting for on a couple people. But let me think, just as far as our showdown, right? I got Matt. Mm-hmm. I have I have Matt. I have Darren. I have Jamie. And I have Hunter. Yeah, yes. that's okay. Perfect. Yeah. So, the other ones, you're still waiting for a response. So if yep. you're watching right now, could use a response. It would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. We want to see if we can get Vermil out here, but he does have to run a business, and we know that. Yeah. And then Heather. Um, out of she's, care HQ. Yeah. So she's got some business, uh, I would say, uh, home-related things that are that are happening where Stuff going on, timing yeah. may not work out. So we'll see what happens. But we'd love to have everybody here. And um, I don't know. It's going to be like <clears> a big, happy family, dude. I yeah. can't wait. It's It really is such a fun time. This whole week is like – it's weird because it's like I'm, it's like I'm on a trip. Yeah. But I'm not really on it. I'm just here. I'm you're, here. You're bringing the trip hometown. to you, so yeah. you're kind of spoiled by it because they they have to come here. But basically, yeah. it's a way to get all these people in one room when probably no other time would they be. Yeah. Maybe at SEMA. Maybe. But even then, you usually don't get all these folks here. So we're trying to do something a little different, make it fun, involved. And uh, yeah, I mean, you make it possible by being a commenter and writing things that people can see and enjoy. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and jump into some comments, yeah, some questions. So it. please uh, bring them as needed, especially if you have any questions about of the new products. Of course. Bam. We got Dan Pfeiffer, who always starts these things off. Anthony, what's he saying? It's a good afternoon. Word up from sunny Minnesota, USA. Also a sunny day here in Idaho. Uh, it says, happy Friday Eve, TRC. Glad to see uh, the crew all back this week. Mm-hmm. Here the snow is gone. The sun is out. Time to fire up pressure washer. Oh, so it's no longer Minnesota. 
Mm. Okay, so he's got uh, he's got action in place there. He's doing things. Well, yeah. Dan. Hans Dan. goes in with some uh, <laughs> hello towel fanatics. Uh, Hans saw a photo of your order. <laughs> that was kind of nuts. You mean like orders? Orders. Like, he had a lot going on there. Hans, I, do, you, a lot of do you think rags. you think you have enough products yet? Do you think you're where you're does it all up? go, Hans? Where does it go? You're one man. Like how? How? Well, he's probably. How? I don't know. If, I think he's got his little kind of shop, his little <clears> storefront. Right? I'm assuming yeah. he's probably doing something there. Uh, but also, I mean. He lets you. I mean, I think that Hans. He's like a collector too, though. Hans is the kind of guy to use a pad once and throw it away. He probably uses one machine <laughs> once and throws it away. Yeah, that's efficient. <laughs> uses oh, a towel you know, once this and Rufus throws it Mark away. It's been good, but it's, it's time for it a gives new him one. a reason right, to trash, always next one. <laughs> want the next model, want the new stuff. Uh, we Yikes. have Frost seven thirty two says uh, greetings, gents. Mm. Finally caught a rock ship. Ooh, oh. received my kit from Doctor Killership. Thank you, Anthony. Nice. How long is the curing time, and would you use quick body or redo the panel? Hmm. I'm assuming that that panel is ceramic coated is why you'd probably say to redo the panel. Yeah. Um, what I would probably do is just look over the panel. I mean, how does it look? Is it scratched or marred? Does it look okay? If it looks fine, I wouldn't redo the panel. I'd literally just kind of cover up that area with something like quick body. But uh, curing time in this weather, if you're in colder temps, then might be a little bit longer. If you're in warmer temps, it's really not that long. Um, what I would probably say is to uh, follow the process, clean out the chip, make sure you're doing your prep step, right? Making sure that, um, you know, you, you know, prep the surface with IPA, whatever it is, right? Um, apply your Dr. Color chip, fill in the chip as many times as it's needed, um, level it out, uh, whether you end up using the solvent or not, the seal act. Uh, again, you don't have to use seal act. It, you, you can, if you do, it's going to help seal it and cure it faster. If you don't, then it's just kind of naturally going to cure. Um, but however you decide to do that, I would probably give it like a, like a week. I, I've, I've coded <coughs> over stuff as soon as like a day. And I've taken something like panel wipe to it a day after. If I didn't have to do that, then I would let it cure for longer and then do that. Uh, but if you're in a rush or you have to get it done, then yeah, usually probably 24, 48 hours is enough time. But try to give it a week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was like a long circle just to no, get No, but it's answer. good. Like, what's nice about this is we're kind of going at our own pace. We'll give you nice thorough answers. If you have a real detailed question, we'll help you out. So Super Auto 2K here saying happy Friday Eve because it would not be a... Q&A Thursday without a Friday Eve mention. David Cervantes, what's up, guys? It's been a hot minute. It I has, agree. Dude. And welcome back here. Dan Pfeiffer also always oh, saying Johan. So we get a little back and forth. And we got Chad here saying, hey, hey, welcome, Chad. And uh, <laughs> Joey, two out of three ain't bad. Not bad. What's up, fellas? It could have been just me. Yeah, we're Could have been just Dane. Bad. Yeah. So... We're at a good you know, spot, yeah. And so Levi, will, I think all three of you us... You at least get some diversity here. I so. think the three amigos will be back for the podcast next yeah. week for sure and the Q&A next week. So I think things sure. will start to get back to normal here as we approach TRCMO. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Dewar says, uh, how are my favorite people? Can't wait to see you all in just a few short weeks. Alex, we cannot wait. It is going to be a good time. That floor cleaner is yearning for you. Yeah, I no, mean, the, the seat was calling out, Alex. It was. Do her sit on me, do her. Somebody smelled maple syrup coming out of that floor cleaner. It's like it's, it's, it's yearns for Alex. Uh, yearn is a strong word. <laughs> yearns that's a, that's for a, the doer. That's a choice. All right, Rick Smith. Hello, everyone. Hello, Rick. <laughs> uh, DS, 
Adipatali. So that's who the God and Guns guy was. Yes. yes so that's yes, correct. that that was uh, a phrase he said on yesterday's show. He did. Hans. Uh, Hans says, "Dang it! Now I need to order again. I just got two boxes. Well, we know Hans. It was a crazy <clears throat> order, uh, but now you need to order the new brushes. Obviously. Yeah. Um, no, you're behind, Hans. I What's would up? say. <laughs> <laughs> Give us another week or two. We do have some more stuff on the way. Not big things, um, not like massive things, but it's going to be things that I think are going to be exceptionally useful Yeah. Um, that we haven't created before, which we probably should have created. Um, we've been on one lately with like the new creations. We've What we've been doing is we've been saying, hey, like there are certain products that are like We've not overlooked, but like we've put on the back burner for so long. Like that kind of a niche. It, not niche, but it just it just we have big product ideas, which are like things like yeah. the rip and rag, things like the I don't know, the fifteen hundred drying towel, you know, things yeah. like that where we go, this is a big di- idea. This is something that we've really put a lot of work and effort into to get to this point. But we have a lot of smaller ideas that we go. Not a priority right now. Sure. It's a good idea. It's, it's It would definitely be useful. But it's but not we, the end of the world if it doesn't come out but, right now. But we need to put our efforts towards other things. Right now, we spent the last, I think, several months focusing more on the smaller things <laughs> that we've been putting off for so long. And that's why we're dropping a few new products here in the next month or so. Well, your, which, your brush was a good example of that because, I mean, in the case of the brush in particular... Some people may assume, oh, you know, company comes out with their brush. It's like an off-the-shelf thing. They got it from somewhere. It's just a white-label repurpose. No. In this case, our brushes, unique creation. Like, mm-hmm. that, nobody else is rocking that brush. No. No. So, I mean, not yet. I mean, no. I'm sure. I'm sure other people look at it and go, uh, can I get my hands on one? And then we'll talk. Yeah, I'll, give, but... I'll, give it till, uh, I'll give it till SEMA till I walk past a yeah. couple of booths. That All I'm I, saying, um, though, is just know, just may, know where uh, it came from, okay? We knock off our design, or I think we did patent that bristle or process on, on the detailing world for <laughs> well, that. What was funny is yesterday during the wash, Adam was like taking notes, staring yeah. at it, going, this is, uh, this is pretty good. Oh. I'm doing a little market research right now. I know. Yeah. I, I My favorite thing was coming up with that Ultra U on the mm. bristle. Mm-hmm. Right, because we talk about doing multicolor yeah. bristles, the but me and your dad, we like. I think we were talking about like, what if we connected the bristles here, and we like both looked at each other, and our eyes lit up, and we're like, Ooh. it's a you, and we're like, <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. Um, Aaron <laughs> says. Uh, there wasn't a newsletter about the new product drops. No, there was not. No. Not yet, at least. I don't know if there will be a newsletter <clears throat> coming out. I, I would guess it probably maybe within the next week or so. But we do have you know detailing season just around the corner where we might start dropping a few more of those emails. Yeah, it's the time of year where this happens. Yeah. And TRCMA is a place where we draw attention to all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, think of this as what we're doing here is this is ramping up for TRCMA. This yeah. has given us our new products to launch and talk about then because there's going to be other brands that are going to be bringing cool stuff uh, to us to show off as well. Well, you and Jimmy are in charge of our presentation during TRCMA. How's that going? It's going pretty good. Okay. It's mostly going to be focused around um, the ultra stuff. It's okay. mostly yep. going to be focused around um, the kind of like a live showing of how things work and, you know, and us kind of in action doing these things. Uh, there's a couple like there's a couple there's one particular product that I'm really happy about that that people are unsettled about <laughs> here um not in a bad way. They're unsettled with the way this thing feels. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, just leave them hanging on that it's, note. It's kind of like the Dune popcorn bucket, right? <laughs> no. 
No. It's kind of like the Dune popcorn bucket in which some people want to put their hand oh, in. Oh, no. Some people don't, right? Yeah, the SNL skit about that was right on the money. Different strokes <laughs> for different folks. It's uncomfortable with the whole thing. Yeah. 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 I'm planning on making people Don't reach in, man. The popcorn's not worth it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and on that note... Uh, Which, by the way, if you're not subscribed to the newsletter, I know he just said, we weren't notified about that newsletter. It really is, like, nine times out of ten. It's where you're going to find out about stuff first, especially related to sales. Like, when a sale's going down, the newsletter is the place to get notified before any other social media posts happen. Yeah. Just saying. Uh, Subrano says, looks like a giant toothbrush, no tongue <clears throat> scraper. Not yet. That's an interesting uh, proposition. Um, not yet. Hmm. Hmm. All right, just thinking. Uh, Joey Belinsky says, how's that bad boy work for carpet lines? It does not work for carpet lines. It's not meant for carpet. Uh, bristles are too soft for that. It's a flag tip nylon, but we go through our own proprietary process of even softening that nylon yeah. further, um, which I can't, I mean, that, that's actually the secret I can't talk about, but it's, yeah. a, it's a really cool way we do it to make that brush. You can tell, um, though. You can totally tell by feeling it. Extra it is safe. softer. So yeah. Hans Klosen says, dang, I wanted that blue <laughs> towel. I know the old Trippin' Rag is freaking awesome. It's uh, a, <sighs> yeah, it's really, really nice. I, uh, it's tough. It's tough because right now I have a roll of Rippin' Rags at my house that lived in my garage. Yeah. Now have moved to my, um, <clears throat> now moved into my house, right into my kitchen. Yeah. I need to buy another box, but I'm like, do I just buy the do I buy the XL and I just start rolling through the XL? Yeah. But I'm such a towel purist that I I genuinely feel I couldn't use those towels. I would I, I yeah I I need I'm a rip and rag guy. The I rip need and rag them. is the perfect solution for a guy like you. Me. I yes exactly. I need that for me because I don't want to feel bad about using it for for dirty stuff. The Ultra XL is like it's that is now it's way too nice of a towel yeah. to use for garage stuff. Um, I mean, unless that is unless you're rich and famous and you know, hey, you wipe your hiney no, with twenty dollars. Nobody's stopping you, man. If that's yeah. that's the move, then that's the move. Uh, here we go. Dan Pfeiffer says, "I would love to learn more about the alkali wheel cleaner." Uh, Dan, I do believe that either Levi shot a video going over um, the yeah. product information on that. Yes, he did. Yes, because it wasn't me. I know it wasn't me. Um, we were gone when that happened. We were gone when that happened. But I mean, honestly, fantastic wheel cleaner. I believe. I believe if you were to have one between Magic Wheel Cleaner or Alkali Wheel Cleaner, I believe that Alkali Wheel Cleaner will do more for you in the long run for wheel cleaning than Magic Wheel Cleaner will do. Specifically, mainly for the fact that it's not great at cleaning tires. It does have the built-in fault remover, which is amazing, but you look at the size difference. Your Magic Wheel Cleaner comes in a 500 milliliter bottle, right? Yeah. Your Alkali Wheel Cleaner comes in <laughs> one liter and is heavily dilutable for your needs, and it builds up some pretty insane froth. It doesn't smell horrible, and I think it's a good bang for your buck. So yeah. if you are a fan of the way Brake Buster works, right? Then or I like think even Adam's Wheel and Tire Cleaner, like you guys talked about yeah. yesterday. I mean, those kinds of products, this would be a good replacement for yeah. that if that's something you already kind of like and you want to try something new. It's, in my opinion, it's stronger than Breakbuster. Mm -hmm. As a wheel cleaner, it is stronger than, yeah. than Breakbuster. Um, but that's why it's in that professional line, and that's why it is yeah. something that I do recommend diluting. Uh, you can use it at full strength, but I mean, I, I think 
Buster you can use right out of the bottle. Not too much. Everybody concern. should be diluting you're, alkali. You're, you're wheel fine cleaner, with that, but alkali wheel cleaner that could be a little bit intense. Yeah. If uh, you're used to using, say, other products that are a little more consumer facing. Mm-hmm. Great All for right. great for fender wells as well. So yeah. if you want to clean fender wells yeah. with that, you can as well. Um, happy Friday, uh, Junior <clears throat> from the sunny co- sunny south coast of Massachusetts. I hope you're all doing well. We are doing well. I hope you're doing well, Kevin Spencer. <laughs> Travis. Travis. Jonas. <laughs> Judas. Zeke. Zeke. <laughs> Just throwing names. Whatever your now. name is. Uh, Joey Belinsky says, uh, Alkali is a cool name. It is a cool name. I mean, my dog's name is Callie. Just take the L off of it. That's cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Carson Black says, Anthony, come back to Honda. Is there something there for me, Carson? Oh, is no. there is there a reason why I need to come back to Honda? Hmm. Is it the S2000 that's there? Because I already seen the S2000. I already yep. want the S2000. Yep. Give me another reason to come back. And it better be red. <laughs> and, and, and it better end with an R. Ooh. And then Ooh. I also need to talk to my wife about, you know getting her approval of something and like how that. soon after that would the evo disappear it wouldn't dude i would love that would be you so manage both sick. really you manage so, both it'd be so that'd be freaking, a sweet two-car garage it Don't would be so freaking cool to have if you parted with the rsx the red civic and no i don't want to part with any of that i'm saying you're just so, adding to it dang, it would just be freaking cool to in my garage <laughs> to have a red type r debt have the evo have like the black RSX next to each other there. Have the Civic, unfortunately, outside. It would be kind of sad, but I mean, let's just be honest. The cost. The car's already the, the, stuck the, outside. Co- the cost <laughs> difference is, 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 is quite a bit, a bit different. Um, that would be pretty sweet. But no, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I don't think I'm going to be buying a new car no. anytime soon. That is, unless I happen to trip and fall oh. on like $50,000. Oh, I thought you just meant like oh, trip and fall oh, and this, then like get some this? kind of settlement. <laughs> that too. <laughs> like don't don't what do is that. This pile don't do that. Of cash here. What That's, is this? This is dangerous. You shouldn't just leave this lying <laughs> around. Leave her. Now I gotta go spend it at the dealership. <laughs> oh shucks. <laughs> Silverado, I agree, JB. Yes. Um Dabbler, Dabbler. details. We have Hello? Matt says the new products are pretty sweet. Shh. Don't tell anyone I'm here. Yeah, we don't. Don't worry, we won't let anybody yeah. know. Shouldn't shouldn't you be working? <laughs> yeah, hold up. Yeah, you got a job. Anyways, uh, Rick Smith <laughs> says I love doing carpet stripes. I know some don't like it, but my customers do. Honestly, mm. Rick, I also like doing customer stripes <clears throat> on not my cars. I like doing it on customer cars. I like doing it on friends' cars. Um, I get the same feeling they probably get seeing something that looks clean visually. It's like an OCD it, thing. It's like an OCD thing. I, I, I like it, but I don't want it in my own cars. I don't like that. I don't I want my own carpets well, to be... Well, okay. Is it that you, you don't want it or you don't care? Like, if it was there, would it really bother you that much? It would. It would. The reason why it would, because unless it always Some people looks, are indifferent. Well, it's because, like... I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know why. I like. I did it. I've done it on a couple of my cars for a few years, and I go, oh, it's pretty cool. And then it kind of gets scuffed. You know, it gets scattered. Looking. Well, yeah. Eventually, it's not going to look like that. Mm. That's just the nature of the beast. Eventually, after a while, it's kind of. I like. I like what when you see brush lines just scattered around, like it's been vacuumed or touched. Uh-huh. Kind of like when you vacuum a carpet at home. Yes. You know, it's not perfect, but it's like. Yeah, you know, I'm. I'm vacuuming the house. I'm not mowing the lawn. Dirt gets collected in specific areas. That you just got to work around. I that. like. I like the look I'm not of, making perfect I like passes the look of uh, with an yeah, overlap. Like a 
freshly mowed lawn. I'm obviously doing perfect stripes. I'm doing diagonal right. stuff. Because the neighbors can see that. <laughs> yes. But in, but in my own home, I like the look of a scattered but freshly vacuumed carpet. It's just proof you did something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeff C. All right, says, Jeff. Says, uh, with products like KCX, Active Foam, Super Foam, um, RS, OG Popularizing, um, uh, sorry, Reactive Shampoo, OG Popularizing, uh, Built Hamper Touchless, and the apparent intro of Labo Cosmetica, Labo Cosmetica products to the U.S., do you see a trend towards more Euro style of detailing here? Um, do you think it's better for coatings to break down, remove dirt, more more dirt chemically to reduce abrasion or rely on lubrication alone? Is Matt using Touchless every wash possibly overkill? That's a, that's a very comprehensive question, Jeff. So let's take a beat on this. So it's a very comprehensive away. question, but it's really funny to ask this because yeah. um, there's an upcoming wash and talk that I do with Matt on, yes. on his Evo where we actually briefly discuss this. I'm hoping it stays in the edit. I'm not sure. They're, he's editing it and, or their team's editing it. So I don't know what's going to – I don't know what's going to stay in the video it, what's not going to okay, stay in the video. Okay, here's how you'll know. It was two hours long yeah. when we shot it. Was that I that know. long of a wash? I was recording audio. It was an hour and like 48 minutes. Mm, that's a long wash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot. <clears throat> so I don't know what he's going to cut it down to. It could be way shorter. Um, but we did talk about that. I mentioned to him that this is more of a Euro style approach to, to washing. And this is something that we've been experiencing and playing with for many, many years. This is his, I don't want to say his first you know, act or his first steps into this direction, but it's something that he's really liking the, I guess the results of, I guess he's really liking. He's really been enjoying the built Hamber stuff. He's and really, we've known about Bill Hamber for years and heard many yeah. people say they like their clay bars, that kind of stuff. Like we get it. We're aware of it. So he's really liking the built Hamber touchless and he's using it in a lot of different videos, right? He's using yeah, a ton he's using of videos. It all over and right now. it seems that he's using that with almost every wash. I don't think he is using it with every wash, but I did ask him how often he's using it, and he said he's using it more often than what he thought. Yeah. Um, man, he just I, I'm going to still rely <clears throat> on kind of what me and Levi have kind of concluded to, that a pre-wash is fantastic when you need it. It is not something you need to be doing every month, every week, every wash. It's something that you need to be using uh, really on an as-needed basis or when you genuinely feel that lubrication may not be enough. So you'll know this based on where you live and how much dirt your car accumulates and whatnot. But uh, I know here in Idaho where it's dry but dusty but mostly dry, I've, I feel com comfortable and confident using active foam or super foam um, or reactive shampoo every – Four months as like a quick. I'm talking like a quick. I mean, pre-wash. Even that's bordering on a lot. But, but four months every six yeah. months, once a year, once what, or twice what, a year, like once whatever, a year, maybe sure. is probably twice a year. Okay, any more than that though, but, it seems crazy. But, and specifying specifically when it's on your own vehicles that you've I, maintained I, yeah. and you know. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, different. I'm saying specifically along the lines of. Mixing it up into a foam cannon, shooting your car down with right. it, letting it sit, and then rinsing it off. I'm saying that yeah, you could probably get away with every four months. Yeah, I mean, okay. just just yeah. if you want to enjoy the smell or whatever it is, but that's not something that you're doing a whole lot. I mean, not not realistically, not around here. However, it's if it's a customer vehicle that's been brought into me, and they go, "Hey, this hasn't been professionally detailed in like ever." If and it was like that nine nine six when we first saw it, 
I yeah. felt comfortable doing yeah. that. Or like something that just got back from a body shop or something. Or not yeah. a body shop, something that just got back from a, uh, a mechanic shop or something that just got back from like dry ice blasting. Or co-part yard or, or something. Whatever. Like, yeah. Then sure, I'm going to jump, so I'm gonna jump yeah. straight into one of those. Absolutely. 100%. Sure. But on my own vehicles, this is just something that's just not, I don't really need to be doing this. And I was trying yeah. to tell Matt, I said, hey, I don't, I don't know if you need to be doing this maybe as often as you're doing it. And he's just kind of, you know. Not only has he argued back, but just said, well, this is something that he enjoys and something he's been yeah. testing out. So we had talked about actually re- uh, reactivation shampoo. I don't know if it was in that video or which video it was in, but he, I kind of explained to him, I said, hey, you, you, Matt, don't need this product. Not really. Um, I mean, it's a good product, but you're not, you specifically do not need this for your own vehicles. And he took that as, well, mm-hmm. it's garbage and just threw it away. No, because he, he can, he, can understand nuance if you approach it right, but a lot of stuff with him can end up seeming black and white when it really well, shouldn't be. Well, I kind of explained that I go, that reactivation shampoo is going to be about the same thing as your built handle at Touchless. And he's like, oh, okay, so I don't need it then. I go, well, no, you're going to have... <laughs> and then he just, just walks over the trash. It's going like, to be slight well. repetition there. <laughs> I mean, really, we sell active foam, super foam, and reactive shampoo because reactive mm. shampoo, it truly is a different chemical makeup yeah. than, than super foam and active foam. But I guess to the point there, active foam being you know, a pH of nine, right, mm. is something that could be more usable, and it does smell awesome. I freaking love the way it smells. It's going to be foam. more usable than super foam. That's pretty But extreme. super foam, to the point of a detailer who's detailing cars right off the bat that, have never, that haven't been touched in years and years and yeah. years. If I don't know where that car's been yeah. and it looks pretty rough, super foam. Super foam's okay. going yeah, to be a great starting point because... But once it's been super foamed, you probably shouldn't have to do that oh, again for yeah. another year longer yeah. or so. So, in the, yeah. I mean, so now... The other question now above, yep. um, so popular, popularizing the Built Hamber products. I think Built Hamber, for people that already know, they already know that the products are fantastic. Um, Clean and shiny has been selling that stuff for years, including Labos Cosmetica as well. I think once they start making their way more over here to the U.S. and the distribution networks start and whatnot, I think that it'll be probably a pretty successful brand. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think Built Hamber products are that much better than Coach Kimmy products? No, I I I think that they're probably right in line. Uh, if not, I think Coach Kemi still does things, certain things better than Built Hamber yeah. from some of the chemicals that I have tried. Um, I will say that Built Hamber's clay is phenomenal. Built Hamber's clay was they very, make some very fantastic good. clay. I mean, it's a, that was kind of your original introduction to Built Hamber. Wasn't was it, it? Was the first first clay. thing I reviewed was and Built was, Hamber's was clay. Was that through John or was that just on your own? No, that was through uh, Jim White recommended. Oh right, or no, yeah. no, 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 Jim White, no, no, John. Who the heck? Maybe it was John. Because I feel John. Like John John was always you know ahead of the curve on that stuff, but like that's not yeah, new was. over Maybe there. That's that's John. like well known in those parts for sure. But here in the U.S., we were aware of it, but you know, there weren't necessarily a ton of opportunities to get your hands on it so much over here, unless you bought overseas and had it shipped over. Yeah. And usually, there's expensive yeah. process associated with. It. I get that, but like I feel like with Labos Cosmetica and that as well, there's just been more videos by influencers lately, so people are suddenly interested when they've been around for a while. Labos, Co- Lab- Labos Cosmetica has tried to make its way into the U.S. market several times over mm-hmm. the last, f- I'm gonna say. F- Four years, Even five years. Longer, I feel like. Um, there's been several attempts to but bring it seems that over. Like this last year, everybody suddenly and about popularize the uh, Lavos Cosmetica products, and the products were never bad. They were never. A, no. they were, never. They were never bad products. <clears throat> I think the products always worked totally fine. We saw the wax stock every time. The cost was high. The 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 sizing was incorrect for our market. <clears throat> um, like for example, they have a soap there. One of their soaps. Came in a 500 milliliter bottle. 
why would I ever buy a, <laughs> a, a 500 milliliter bottle of soap nowadays, right? That's when, go fast. when pints, right? One liter size, pint size, 32 ounces exist. And yeah. I'm like, you're going to blow through 500 milliliters so fast and you just spent $30 on that 500 milliliter bottle of sure. soap. That's ridiculous. That's, that's like, but especially once if again, different strokes, especially different if you're also if foaming you're... it. Now, the Labo Cosmetica products do smell really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, very Italian brand. Obviously, I love it because everything smells like... It's stylish. Most of it smells like cologne or it smells very piney. It smells mm-hmm. really good. But um, they did that. a rebrand of their bottles, which has been good. But everything is still blue, yeah. which is one problem. Everything's still kind of Just not being able same. to tell stuff apart. The names of the products are still slightly confusing. But it may arguably maybe no more confusing than Koshi products. But it looks good. It's not a matter of it not looking good. It's just when you take a glance at it, could you tell one apart from the other like right off the bat? Maybe not necessarily. No, not really. But I, again, you would have to see what the <clears throat> distribution network is going to look like for Labo's Cosmetica. You're going to have to see if really it's actually financially viable yeah, long to term. purchase those products as a consumer and use those for and, and, and check the effectiveness, do a comparison of the products that already exist here today that we have available that are priced exceptionally well. And you're going to have to, re- it's going to come down to what's going to stick around long term. Yeah, right? you're like, oh, I'm paying 40% more. Is it 40% better than what I'm already using? Probably not. Is it about equal? Oh, I'm sure it's right in the ballpark or something along those lines, depending on which product you're using. Yeah. But if you're, if you're an end user, if you're somebody who's just doing it for themselves, have at it. Like, do what you want because it makes you happy. Your detailing is therapy. That's a different approach. But if you're running a business, that's when you really got to be thinking about your bottom line and how you approach this stuff rather than just necessarily following fads. I will say that anything that, I mean, over these last few years, if I've learned anything, is that anything that comes from across the pond it's that is tough. bottled and manufactured <laughs> there, right, <clears throat> there's always cost to be added to it. And it, there's just more kind of hoops to jump through as um, distributors, retailers. Um, you work it, to set up a to, U.S. distributor network carry first. That's the best them. thing. Yeah. Like in the case of Koch, they had to finally get it to the U.S. first, and then from there it could be distributed same to folks G- around the U.S. Same thing with G-Tech. Same thing with G-Tech. Same thing with, you name your favorite brand that's not from the U.S., It chances are at some point it had to go through that process. But yeah. it, it is way harder if it goes through like, a single detailer is importing this stuff and they're selling it because the, the name brand is hot right now, but they're only taking in like maybe a few hundred bottles, maybe a thousand bottles of stuff at a time. That is not a long-term growth strategy. Like that's not going to last. So it's something that you need to have somebody who, who moves in from like the company or establishes some kind of home base in the U.S. to bring those products in at a much better rate so that then it's a, it's a much more comparable exercise against other products that already exist here in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. I anyway, mean, that's kind of a tangent, but it, it's always something that I think the the folks who are just commenting on detailing videos, they're not going that deep into it. Usually, some of you do. Absolutely, I know some of you guys can get really in the weeds on it, but for the average user, it's just oh, what's cool today? Yeah, I I'm mean, just I'm interested in a thing. You know, that looks new. That looks cool. I'm going to try that out. Yeah, absolutely, go try it out. Yeah, I I love trying new products. I also love foreign products. I mean, I think they're just always just a ton of fun for us to, to use here. Um, but I just know that there's that particular brand. They've been trying some people, people have been trying, not they, yeah. but people in general have been trying to get that over. And there's been multiple attempts to get that over here uh, and make it a viable solution here within the U S and at the price point uh, with, with, with logistics and shipping and all of that. I don't, I don't know if it could outdo what's already 
been done here and what already currently exists here. Um, you know. So the enthusiasts are there for it. It's just yeah. a matter of getting a business case yeah. made. Now, I will say that there is a Portuguese brand, apparently. Oh, no. That Matt, <laughs> He's that, automatically going to be like, import it. We need it now. That Matt had on his shelf. He I know. was with, talking with, about it. You asked With him. all of that yeah. said, right? Did we record you asking about that? I wonder. We were doing anything as Garage Tour. And yeah, okay. I said, well, it was so we'll a shop tour. I said, what, I, said, I said, what's that? He goes, it's a Portuguese brand. I go... He didn't know you were Portuguese, though. Go, he didn't a, know you were yeah, like, that's a, immediately go, you that's lit a up. Portuguese <laughs> detailing brand? Yeah. I, like, I was like, my mouth was watering. My mouth yeah. is watering right now. I go, so how do we, how do we get that here in the U.S., right. right? Talk to my brethren. I don't speak any Portuguese, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it makes sense. So, anyways, I'll have to we'll figure that out later. Yeah. So um, hopefully that helps answer it for everybody else who is curious about that and how that generally works. Well, I didn't really answer the question. Do I think it's better for oh, coatings right, to break part. down, remove dirt chemically to reduce abrasion or rely on lubrication alone? I think regardless, there's, there's going to be some type of breakdown of that ceramic coating, whether it is... Um, whether it is abrasion or whether it is uh, chemically, uh, the chemical reaction of on that coating, and so <clears throat> there's going to be something that's going to constantly weather it. I do think that, from based off of my experience, I think that some t- some chemical reactions are actually, or some chemicals are harsher on ceramic coatings uh, than mild abrasion would be from just lubrication alone in the long run. And to be honest, I would rather have a coating fail over years and years and years with slight micro marring on it from some type of abrasion. Sure. Then patches of coating start to fail prematurely from chemicals not being diluted correctly and being on the surface for too long because I have too much to risk with chemical etching, staining, and all of that when using chemicals in a variety of conditions than I am going to have with the chance that my pH balanced soap isn't covering an area and my premium microfiber mitt doesn't glide across the, that dirt beautifully and it slightly yeah. micromars it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, right. Bearded Hunter <laughs> says, uh, what is up, my dudes? Hey, hey. Nice hope to see you, Hope your too. Thursday is going great. And he goes, woohoo. Or woohoo. <laughs> and then he woohoos. All right. And then we got Aaron Barr here saying... Is are there any new towels being dropped this year? Maybe a new color of a current towel. Kind of a broad question, but there is Aaron, there's new stuff being there, dropped. There is a couple of things that we're working on right now. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I particularly say they're super exciting. There are color. There are different colors for sure. People do like different colors, but we we have a couple things in the works. There's yeah. a there's a cycle to the way we do things here, and it may not necessarily be the most advantageous for being able to sell a new product right away but usually like when the newest stuff we get developed finally becomes available to us it's almost near the end of the detailing season and then we kind of have to be ready for that going into the following year but through the course of this year you will see new stuff coming from us as always we'll we'll have stuff in the works we're always you know trying stuff in the background um, products and uh, chemicals you name it tools etc let me make sure i'm on the correct page here i don't want to lose anybody Looks like, oh, yeah, there's the Jeff C. ones, there's Bitter Hunter. Um, okay, here we go. First from Puerto Rico, Humberto saying, Tiracima, the concentrated MTE. That's, That's a good way thing. to look at it, yeah. It's basically just taking MTE light, turning it into a broadcast format, and you're able to comment on it as we go along. Makes it pretty fun. And uh, there's the woohoo. 
All right, that was a missed one. Then we got Bar. Okay, that one. And then Superado. Heard P&S will be dropping several new products at TRCMA. I believe so. They've got some stuff. We know they've got some stuff. Yeah. We, we do get previews uh, of, you know, different things for presentations. But obviously, we're, we are not allowed to comment on any of it. So yeah. just know that TRCMA will feature some uh, hot newness, new hotness, however you want to look at that. David Boyce. Is Says, Heather, is Heather coming from the, from the UK? UK? I wished, man. I, I again, I don't know 100% for sure. The offers, the offers out the there, she is moving, and that's the tough spot. That's the tough part is like she's moving, and I don't want to like, I want to hinder her move with coming out to here, but right. I do think that she'd just be super awesome here. I think she oh, would yeah. love to see the operation. Uh, she is so sweet and she is so nice. Uh, we met her at uh, Waxstock, and uh, she really is just a lovely person, and she um, is obviously very, very talented. She's really good at what she does. Well, so, she owns a Miata. She's a good person. <laughs> Only good people own Miata. She, yep, she owns yeah. a, the Miata that you want, basically. Yeah, basically, I, yeah. I want an ND, so yeah. I'm, I'm about it. So two cool. thumbs up for Heather. Uh, moving on here, <laughs> we've got uh, Dabbly Detail says, Joe Blinsky, hey, bud, I'm not here. Okay. <laughs> spilled your, the secret, tea. your secret is somewhat safe. And then something about Sydney saying something on their podcast, oh. but they wouldn't give any clues. We'll, we'll leave it there, so then. So we'll see what that is. This is page three. On to page two. Wait a second. Was there a new update there? Oh. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony shut that down quick. <laughs> Sounds about right. Tony is uh, definitely looking out there. <laughs> it's part of, for my collection to use and part of for my storefront. Okay, Hans. Nice. Now that we understand, he's talking about his massive order that he had. Yeah. Um. Also had a few gifts for people I know. Okay, so it's nice. not even all for him. Okay. Nice. Well, that softens it up a little bit. Anthony, this one's yours. Uh, Alex Dewar says, I'm so jazzed for the TRC Tokes. Little beanie. What? It's a Canadian thing. They call beanies Tokes. So a little beanie That's hat not for even us. Remotely cl- Dane, yeah. I was just in Canada. <laughs> well, apparently you didn't, you know, immerse yourself in the language, so you didn't capture all it's of small, it. Eh? It was a very small part of Canada. <laughs> Sounds like you weren't doing your work there, bud. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Very small part of Canada. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Sure. Anyways, moving on here. We've got uh, Rick Smith says, lots of new stuff at TRC. Don't forget to use Joey 10 and save you some change. Hey. I like that, Rick. I like that a lot. Rick, you're doing you're doing the Lord's work there. Good Keep job. Keep it up. Tell your friends. <laughs> Phone a friend. Uh, in Focus. You got In Focus. Uh, in Focus says, you guys get me with the color. <clears throat> I ordered that new brush and the ultra rip and rag. Nice, dude. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. The Think- ultra rip and rag is like... <sighs> Stupid nice yeah. to have on a roll. Like you really, wouldn't expect a towel that good to be there. <laughs> I think you're really gonna like the brush and everything like that in your lineup. Um, I mean, you've got a you've got a grill that needs cleaning on that car, right? Mm. Bam! This brush is gonna be perfect for that. Uh, it's gonna be great for yeah wheels too and all of that. So yeah, you're gonna have a good time. Jeff C says, uh, "Oh, I I can't read what that says, but it oh, seems to weird. be correct, huh?" He's, uh, he's coughing. Yeah, it's no, weird. I can confirm. I it looks like, correct. Like, I looks, just can't read it. The coughs weird. look right. Yeah. Uh, David Boy says, it's "Will the Ego thirty two hundred cordless power washer be at TRCMA?" I actually Ego think will be there. Whether it, they bring I think that, it uh, will. Maybe there's know. there's possibility. I think, I think there's going to be some really cool Ego products there for sure. RJ says, uh, best solution for auto foam and the IK Pro 12. Can it use the wheel cleaner for well-cut factory? Yes, yes, and yes. Um, and best dilution. 
I mean, you're really looking at the main soap dilution for all IKs, which is like basically like a 34 to 1. So, I mean, you're looking at... Always leave room for air, too. Oh, man. Don't, don't just fill it up to the very tippy top. Leave room for air. I would throw in whatever it is. I think I'd throw in three ounces, three ounces into that bad boy, four ounces into that bad boy, and then fill it up to the the fill spot. I mean, the your fill it up to your mark, and then uh, call it good. Yeah, that'd probably be okay. about right. Yeah, done and done. Three or four ounces. David Boyce, what kind of what brush kind of resembles the Viking soft brush made in Denmark? Yes. Yeah, so the Viking mm. brush, I loved the. I guess I love the, not the necessarily the size. I love the thinness of that. And so that was one of the brushes that we checked out when we were making this brush. We did look at that brush, and but we wanted to make a lot of improvements on that. Yeah, if you held them side by side, they're very different. But you can see where some of the ideas come into play. Size, yeah, the, but mainly the thinness. I yeah. like the thinness of it. Because a lot of those brushes that you'd normally compete with are just a big chunky thing. Big, yeah. Just yeah. a just a big old weapon. You don't necessarily need that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rick Smith says, "What are your thoughts on what Adam was saying about coding maintenance <laughs> longevity?" I don't know. I don't really have any. I mean, it was okay. Uh, I, so in in the group chat I had where where Tony was part of that, you know, good yeah. old Tony, he seemed like concerned, like, "Oh my goodness, aren't you worried that somebody was talking about that?" And yet companies that you know and love are carrying codings that have year ratings on them. I mean. I told him I understood it, but at the same time, it, w- one person's opinion doesn't necessarily mean that a company is just immediately going to change the way they approach their marketing, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. I I think that you know Adam was onto something there. I personally kind of like how he was looking at that, but I know like for companies that sell coatings, it may or may not make the most sense for them to do it that way. I likened it to how people complain about doing, you know, dumb faces and YouTube thumbnails. And I'm like, I'm sorry, the algorithm responds positively. When you do that, people watch it more. And I'm not doing my job if I'm making a thumbnail where I don't feature something like that, unless people see the thing Mm -hmm. that we're trying to get out there. I'm not doing my job properly and giving proper service to the company that I work for if I'm not doing the most to try and make the best, most you know, clickable thumbnails possible. So in that way, I understand if people are more drawn to a year's rating on coatings, it doesn't change what's inside the bottle, just like a thumbnail doesn't change what's inside the video, the content. It's just a matter of somebody to like use their brain and when they're watching it, decide, oh, is this for me or is this not for me? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, that's my take. I, I get a lot of what Adam's saying. <clears throat> I understand a lot of what Adam's saying. I think that there's, you know, kind of going back to what we were talking about, there's got to be a, a rating system that might be different than a year rating. Um, as far as maintenance and longevity goes, I, I could see both sides. I could see the fact that a, a, a person like myself is totally worth spending the extra money for a seven-year, 10-year coding because I know what yeah. I know and I'm going to maintain it to the best of my abilities. Um, but that's not necessarily because you believe a coding is going to last that exact amount of time and you're going to hold everybody's feet to the fire if it doesn't. You know you're maintaining properly. There's a chance it could last that long. You just know, oh, likelihood, regardless of what specific year is listed, a higher year rating on a coding, it's probably going to be tougher, last longer than this like one or three year one over here. Regardless of my my maintenance process being the same on both, this longer one is going to last longer. It's just a matter of what it's subjected to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Not to um, step all over it. I want to give you a chance to talk. It's just this no, is something that gets me yeah. fired up when no, I hear people I mean, get all sensitive about it, but it's like, yeah, come I, on, don't guys. I, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to say <clears> about that one. Uh, Hans Closen says uh, he did a black S2000 with 5,100 kilometers on it this past weekend. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Hans. I love that. So uh, they got those up where you are, huh? I love that. Probably really nice out on those roads. 5,100 kilometers. So that's, that's nothing. So what, like 2,600 miles? That's barely any miles. So 3, 000, that is a very... 3,000 miles? Was this like a museum piece? How did it have so few miles, Hans? Jeez. Or do you are you missing a zero? <laughs> Jeez, I'm guessing, yeah. <clears throat> that would, yeah, if you had an extra zero on there, maybe it'd be like in the 20s or 30s of thousands of miles. That might yeah. make... <laughs> A little more sense, but uh, the know. one who shall remain nameless says, "I think you threw out some new names." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're trying. Yeah, I think Jonah and Judas were definitely some new ones. Zachariah, uh, Zachariah, <laughs> uh, Nathan. Oh, good old Nate. What's Nate saying? Dane isn't computing <laughs> the n plus one calculation. The perfect number. Basically, of cars. whatever you have right now plus the new one. Yes. I was thinking you had to trade something in order to make space and or dollars to fit the new thing in. But you were just like, no, I'm living in my dream, Dane. Don't take my dream away from me. Yeah. And now I, I could see that. I respect that. Joey so Belinsky says <laughs> uh, he also doesn't put stripes on uh, his mats. Anthony and I grow more and more alike every day. I'm starting to worry. You should be worried. You should. Mm. Um, Simon Birch. Oh my gosh! Hey, yellow from Denmark, the That's one and where you only. Were? Why did I never think he no, was from Denmark? Of course, Simon Birch is from Denmark. I mean, I, I just for some reason I knew he was in the U.S. I knew he was in Europe, but I didn't know he was in Denmark. Do you think he was in reason. the U.K.? Uh, no, I thought he was in a different European country. I can't exactly place it. Simon Birch himself was based out of where the U.S. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either. Okay. Uh, happy Friday Eve. And then uh, Jesse says, sorry, that was a lot of words. No, no man, it's good. good. It, it encourages conversation. So I, I like that. Um, and then Simon says, uh, do you have a certain test methods you use when testing out decoding for durability, perhaps chemicals that it would see? Chemicals that would it see during his lifetime? Yeah, those are that, that's a, that's a good question. So uh, yes, basically what we'll do if we're carrying a new coding or if a coding company is coming to us with uh, with, with something new or exciting, whatever it may be, uh, we usually ask them like what kind of what, what kind of weather testing they've done, what kind of testing have they done on their own, have they done independent testing, has everything they've done been in house, and almost every single actually actually every single company that we do cell coatings from has always had independent testing done on all their coatings and they usually yeah. uh, bring us that data for us to check out and look at and, which is always and we're cool not just talking about some guy in his garage pouring some acid on a coating and going yeah. no no like what for example when we went to you know go check out like diamond protect setup and stuff they literally had like actual data from a laboratory that did like you know, accelerated weather might... testing and all kinds of stuff it was not just some rando chalking up numbers on a on a you know a whiteboard for a YouTube video or something. It was it was legit laboratory testing. My mind has gone completely <clears throat> blank on the particular labs that they were sent to, but they were very prestigious labs where I believe yeah. one formula, right? I think one chemical. Gosh, what was it? Was it like fifty thousand? Fifty thousand? I think it was what it was to get that particular that particular chemical tested. Which product are we talking about? I think it was Diamond Protect. I think they yeah. How much was this for their their Diamond Body like one twenty? I think it was one twenty or thirty six. I can't <clears> remember <throat> what the cost of that testing was, but it was like astronomical. Oh no! Like it was tens like tens of thousands. Yeah, it was like of tens dollars? of thousands, yeah. and it was like jaw dropping. And I go, holy smokes! Like they, they did go, their yeah. homework. I mean, so. so 
there's certain tests like that which are fantastic to see, but in terms of stuff that we'll do in-house here, typically when we're testing on a coding or something's been sent to us months and months and months in advance and we've put it on something, whether it's um, somebody's vehicle that works here, yeah. uh, a family friend's vehicle, whatever, something that we can monitor over time. It's real world testing. We'll throw things that we would personally, we'll throw things on it that we think makes sense to throw at it. So we'll spray optimum power clean at full strength on it. We'll use green start full strength. We'll use something like magic wheel cleaner. We'll use something like, um, you know, super foam. We'll use, uh, we've used acids, like wheel acids on certain coatings in the past. We've used different chemicals and things like that we've thrown on there. But it's in terms of like abrasion resistance. I'll do tests with certain brushes. I'll do tests with uh, wash mitts dry. I'll do tests with towels dry on dusty areas. But I'm not gonna like. I'm not taking like steel wool to things, and I'm not. I I'm not throwing sand <clears throat> at people's cars. Like that's sure. not what I'm doing because that's not something that'd be commonly done. Right. Yeah. No. I I think that's fair. And once again, like just because you go through all that laboratory testing, you do all the fancy, very expensive, true, like crazy accelerated weather testing, all that stuff. Still, when you take it into your real-world situation, whatever that may be, I know there's YouTubers who do this, there's regular people who just test different coatings on cars, and then they have a totally different experience, the results are different, whatever. There's a million reasons why that could be, but it's not to say it doesn't happen. I just know for all the testing that may be done, there's still always that possibility somebody just has a, a particular set of circumstances, the results are different. So it's really hard to promise something, you know, when you're doing that, but you always try and find, like, the best possible compromise. Yeah. True. Uh, here we go. So we <clears throat> have reached the halfway point where we are going to go to a brief break where you're going to hear some uh, messages from ourselves as well as some of our... Uh, Friends and family of the rag of the rag company. Maybe a TRCMA. Uh, maybe ad maybe or a TRCMA ad or two. Who knows? Uh, but here after this, we're going to be back with more questions, more answers, and everything in between. So we'll see you in just a few. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the second half of the Rag Company Q&A Thursday. Hello, hello, hello. And, uh, mm -hmm. of course, I'm your host, Dane Hannon. To my left, Anthony Fisher, fellow host. And uh, we are going to talk through some of your detailing questions, your car mm -hmm. comments, all that good stuff. We were on a roll before, but it's kind of like a more chill day, but in a good way, because we're able to have like a deeper conversation about yeah, some of these yeah. topics. I like it. So if okay. you guys have more complex questions, bring them on. We're going to yeah. have some fun. Moving back to them, let me get Kevin up on the horn here. Okay. There we are. We have a uh, Hello Boys. Any suggestions to uh, any suggestion to combine Green Star regular soap <clears throat> in the pre-wash stage foam cannon to add power in the step? Any dilution ratio? Thanks. Uh, kind of depends. Depends on which which soap you're throwing in. I, I I would assume you're probably using GSF. That's the preferred combination uh, with GSF and Green Star. It, it really. It really depends. Um, you could throw in an ounce. You can throw in several ounces into it. I don't really have a dilution. Not really. Not necessarily. But if you're adding like 200 mils of GSF, um, I don't know. You could say 
50 mils of Green Star. You get to say 100 mils of Green Star. I really suppose it's just how much cleaning power you're looking for. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, my, that's my answer. How much cleaning power you're looking for. All right. Simple enough. First from Puerto Rico. <laughs> says, and you haven't seen Built Hamber, Adam Mac, and Deoxy... No, I haven't. No, I have not. Hydrate 80. I have not used those products. Um, All sound enticing, though. They do. Yeah. Joey Valinsky says, uh, will you ever get, uh, will you get any of the new Sterneglass scents, or is Jack hoarding all those overseas? (laughs) Um, The hard part about pulling on over some new scents, especially from from Jack over there, is some of the stuff he's kind of done as limited stuff, other stuff he's done as promotional items and whatnot. Yeah. And quantity-wise, we'd have to verify, you know, is that something we're going to stock long-term? Is that something that he's going to continue making long-term? And as of right now, the Stecada, the, the original, seems to be the most appropriate for us in terms of how much stock we have, uh, the long-term effecti- effectiveness of that as being a, a product in the brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, think, I mean, it I think goes both ways, short. too. Like, with our UK distributors, European distributors, there will be stuff where people will ask, you know, our, our friends, because obviously our show reaches a wide array of people all around the world, and when we release stuff here on the regcompany.com website, it's generally geared more for a U.S. audience, but obviously we welcome anybody from all over the place, and we have distributors for a reason. However, they will sometimes ask, oh, can I get that deal? Can I get that product? And that's not necessarily something we have available internationally. Yeah. So always something to work on. But the best thing you can do is just speak up about it. Show the interest is there. And uh, from there, there can always be new decisions made. Mm -hmm. So keep at it. Um, Fellas. Ladies. (laughs) That's that's it. That's all Eddie's saying. Good afternoon. Yes. And then we have Kevin. Carpet Stripes. Carpet Stripes. Judas. (laughs) Are you calling Judas now? Jebediah. (laughs) Oh, no. Why are you going all biblical with this? I don't know. I guess I haven't thrown John. Beelzebub. Okay, carpet stripes. I don't know how many people, (laughs) that many people that have that. Wow. I'm trying to read this. I don't know many people. They have much, if any, exposed carpet here in New England. That's a sentence. How does one stripe rubber floor liners? How does one stripe rubber floor liners? You don't, because it's rubber. It doesn't have a pile or a thread. There is a freakish amount of people out there, believe it or not, who do not run all seasons or who do not run rubber (laughs) rubber mats. Um, Which is crazy to me. I thought that would be more like common nowadays. When I I buy a new car, which used to be very often, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the very first things I do, put new rubber floor mats in it. Later on, I got a little bougie. I got WeatherTechs with like the Jag and the Flex. But before that, I was still going down to like my local whatever store, finding rubber floor mats I could cut to fit, put them in there. Even if they're cheap, it just takes the wear and tear off the carpet. Yeah. So to me, that is like a no-brainer. But it's also where we live, right? So what's, what's what's strange? Yeah, where you live too, I think also depends on how people sell stuff. So, like for example, like here in in, <clears throat> in Idaho, if you go buy a Forerunner, it does not come with it does not come with ri- carpet mats. Which the seems... for, the Forerunner comes <laughs> with rubber mats. Yeah. And if um, actually, this is another good thing. I, I, even, I don't think I mentioned this last week. If it week. only came with carpet, that would feel like a crime. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but maybe I, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. My hmm. parents okay. um, bought All a new, right. my parents bought a new car. You were telling us. I don't know if you told these guys. Yeah, I don't think I told you guys. My parents bought a new car, right? My parents, they were yeah. 
they've been they've owned the same cars for the last what ten years. My dad has a two thousand. I don't know. Is it a fourteen or fifteen Tundra? Similar to Nate's, it's Nate's Tundra, essentially okay, same so body pre, style. Pre uh, pre update. Well, yeah, whatever whatever you want to call it. But that. it's a yeah. facelift one. Yeah. yeah. So he he's had that Tundra second for, gen facelift for many many years, and my mom has driven a two thousand thirteen Subaru Outback for the past eleven years. Right? 13. They bought they bought okay. that brand new. And she had the Outback for forever. I think, I mean, really, I think that Outback only has like 80,000 miles on or whatever it was. But um, barring a head gasket issue, they're still great cars. Great cars. I mean, she hasn't had any, she hasn't had one issue with that car. Yeah. But my, my parents basically wanted to get my mom into something new or something a little bit nicer because mm-hmm. that Outback that she has was like bare bones model. Like, oh, I, so it was I mean, like a stripper base model. Basically, it didn't really have anything. Okay, it didn't have so any. We're, we're extra not talking features. like your three point six R or like nope. uh, like in the olden days the LLB. No, no, no. It's just I think it's your standard, just okay. your standard stuff. So that my, my parents wanted to get something just a little bit nicer. No, now no that GT getting, here. Now they're getting they're a little older, and so um, they did a lot of research. They were they were highly considering getting a Highlander, right? Mm, okay. Toyota Highlanders are. Not particularly cheap, and um, it's not but, an exciting vehicle. But if you just need something that's going to haul a lot of stuff and is going to be reliable, and you don't want to have to think about every morning going out, is it going to work today? Highlander yeah. is a perfectly solid choice for a family. Totally so makes sense. They were thinking about a Highlander, and they had checked out some other options. But what's funny is I kind of told them, I said, "Hey, have you have you guys checked out any like?" I don't know if you just checked out the new Kias or the new Hyundais at all, but have you guys even checked those out? I feel like older folks overlook it because they're so used to the stereotypes well, from the 90s and my, the 2000s uh, that they just think, well, that's junk. Why would I buy well, that? My dad was like, my dad was like, oh, Hyundai. I mean, have they, have they made those vehicles better? And I was like, oh, yes. They are. I said, I said they have made them significantly better, like yeah. a top, like a com- top competitor. Better. Now, okay, before yeah. somebody makes a comment about like Theta four cylinder engines or whatever, and they're blowing up and all that stuff, that's a separate thing. That's its own thing, but that's not what we're talking about yeah. here. Just so we cover that before somebody gets all excited. Yeah. So they're talking about like they're talking about, they're talking about oh okay maybe we'll check out a Hyundai. And I said well Kia's <clears> has the Telluride. It's also pretty awesome. You probably know, and, one of the most popular like. Mid-size SUVs in existence. Yeah. The Telluride is yeah. crazy. The tell, Telluride's super nice too. And so I was Jamie trying. Loves I was it. trying to tell my parents <laughs> like, hey, you guys can go look at some of the other options, right? Toyota's great for resale value in some cases, but the Highlander, yeah. you're spending like fifty thousand dollars, and you're getting not a lot of stuff for, for you know, I mean, not a lot no. of amenities for fifty thousand dollars. Toyota and Honda, to a lesser extent, trade on their name. Yeah, like really the reputation they built and in the nineties. My mom liked my mom likes our Forerunner. But yeah. she doesn't like the height of it, and she also doesn't particularly. She's not in love with the Forerunner. Let's just say, as someone who owned a Toyota Tacoma, it is one of the least inspiring driving experiences I can think of. Forerunner, Tacoma, yeah, probably Highlander, any of that stuff. It's like it's reliable, but man, when I'm driving, the last thing I'm thinking about is driving. Some people want that. Yeah, some people want that. So my parents but surprised me. me. They they called me on Saturday when I was sitting in my Quick Jacks, and they said, "Hey, we're gonna stop by. Mm-hmm. We ha- we were driving something. We want you to check out. We haven't bought it. Oh, but, okay. But so they we, were on a test drive. They were on a test drive, but uh-huh. we want you to see it, and we want you to drive it, and we want you to just give us your honest thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay." I was standing outside of my front yard. They didn't yard. tell you what it was. They didn't tell me what it was. I was standing out front of my front yard, and I was like, okay, where is this Highlander? When's this Highlander going to pull roll up? up in you know, where is the Highlander? Where is the Highlander? So I'm, like, looking around, and no Highlander. And then I see a flicker from, like, some LED headlights, and I go, well, what's that, right? I didn't even know what the heck it was till it was, like, really on my street. And I go, huh? 
So my parents, they pull up in a Hyundai Santa Fe. 2023 model. 2023. They the, pull the 2024 up. is a new, very different looking model, but the yeah. 23 is the they, one that's been around for a few years. They at this pull point. up in the 23, and I look at it, and I go, dang, this, this is pretty, this is quite nice, mm-hmm. right? And they go, what do you think? It's a Hyundai. And they like, we, we took your word, and we went and we went and picked this thing up, and we're just driving it around. And they're like, you got to drive it, Anthony. And I'm like... <laughs> so they were like, already, like, like kind of like, sold on Yeah, it. <laughs> they're like, you got to drive it. I'm like, I'm like, why do I got to drive it? It's, a, it's, a, it's you know, I, I, I know that they're making good cars, but I think it's, you know, pretty nice. And we opened up and looked at it, and they told me it was the calligra- cal- calligra- calligraphy? Calligraphy. Calligraphy model. And diamond stitch seats the Caligula had, the, Caligula had <laughs> mood lighting, had all this stuff. And um, I did go and take it for a drive, mm-hmm. right? Do you think freaking quick? I mean, it quick. makes about the same horsepower that your Evo did stock, but it's a much heavier vehicle. It's so a I'm heavier vehicle, a but I don't know that. if it's the gearing or whatever it may it's be. It's got to be down to the gearing because does it have like eight or ten gears or it's something? It's a DCT. Yeah, it's a DCT. Well, it shifts It's an eight-speed DCT. Okay. And, it's a um, experience. So right it's there. a turbo, turbo 2.5. Turbo and, 4, okay. Um, yeah, but to put that thing in sport mode, I was like, hot well, damn. The fact that it's a turbo things. 4 means it's going to have torque. Dude, this thing, so. it, it, it was quick. So took it for a drive. Anyways, so they ended up purchasing it, right? Yeah. And they they absolutely are like they're head over heels. They they absolutely love that thing. Great. And, and you know what? I think it's pretty awesome as well. well the um, warranties are crazy. Warranties are things. crazy good. And mm-hmm. uh, but I guess to the point where I was getting to is they got that car, and I go. You should ask them if it's going to come with floor mats, right? And they, because they were driving with just they probably the, weren't even thinking just about the that. dealer paper mats yeah. in there, and they go, "Yeah, it does come with floor mats." And my dad was like, "Well, yeah, what, do I ask them for the rubber ones?" I'm like, "You need to ask them if it comes with rubber or cloth because yeah. they might give you one or the other." But I'm assuming they're going to try to give you rubber. So apparently, that calligraphy model, I believe, it comes with rubber. And if you want the cloth mats, you have to purchase them separately or vice versa for whatever it is. On 200. modern cars, there's usually a little spot where you can like button them into place too. Yeah. They have like so, little mounts that you it's put like them 200 on. like $200 something, dollars, whatever it was. And so yeah. they end up getting the mats for free. It's still they, cheaper than your RSX floor mats. Oh my God. Good God. <laughs> Those are insane. I don't want to talk about that. But um, they did, yeah, they did give my parents the, both sets of mats for free. But um, <clears throat> I guess to the main point here, I mean, I don't know how many cars still are rocking nothing but carpet yeah but if you go to a junkyard every car in there has carpet mats i don't think i've ever actually seen a car in the junkyard with any type of rubber mat and or i think it's because people pull them out people pull them out they take them they sell them but i i can't even tell you the last time i've never actually seen a weather tech set of mats in any car in the no. hundred times I've been the to the owner, junkyard. The owner either takes them out or somebody hunting through the place gets those first. Like when the car shows up, WeatherTech mats, immediately. Yoink. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see any rubber mats. That's what, Hence why I couldn't ever find my freaking rubber RSX mats. I would right. I would have never found them. They would have always been taken. Yeah. But anyways, okay, back to the, back don't, to the main point Don't feel point bad here. going on a long tangent, though, because I've been looking at the comments. We only have one page ahead of us, so we can take our time okay. on these. So it's so, okay. But yeah, EC Detail says, uh, who is who are we talking about? That was back during the Built Hamburg oh. Models Cosmetica yeah. conversation, and they filled them in. So we're good there. Hans says, just a few more days, and I will fly, fly to the UK. I will be at the Detailing <clears throat> Summit in Hull. Mm. I will be one of the speakers there. I'll cool. talk about detailing and mental health and the IDA. Hans, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome, Hans. Congrats. Congratulations. Well, I hope uh, you absolutely kill it. Yeah. I hope that you, 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 you scare people with your dragon tattoo. <laughs> 
the I'm man kidding. with the dragon tattoo. No, I hope I hope you have a very good time. Let us and, know how it um, goes after the fact. Yeah, and let us know how it goes. We're, yeah. we're really excited for you. Maybe have somebody record you. Yeah. Superauto <laughs> says, Eddie throwing down the gauntlet. Yeah. And then uh, Darren, who will be here, yes. I believe, on his first U.S. adventure. He's never been to the U.S. before, as far as I know. Maybe he said something about like stopping through Florida like once for like a few hours, maybe, no, I thought he I heard. didn't have his passport. Or is that a different U.K. person? I don't think he okay. has a passport. Darren, verify with us. As if we talked with a lot of people at Wax Talk, and I swear I had a conversation where someone was like, I've never been to the U.S. unless you technically count the time I spent in the airport one time, blah, blah, blah. blah. I am, Darren, I'm <laughs> sorry, because I think most people, when they do come to the U.S., Usually it's like Vegas, L.A., yeah. Florida, New York. Boise's a little different. Boise's a little different. I'm hoping you might like it though. Maybe maybe like it's maybe Jamie cozy. maybe Jamie and the boys will mess with them. But like <laughs> here in the U.S., we have a couple. Let's just start making up yeah, things about a, Boise. Yeah, we have a couple things that we do here, right? Yeah. Oh, you don't know? Here, let us fill you in. Yeah. If you so go, you if you walk into any hotel, you do have to take your shoes off. <laughs> You just have to walk into that lobby in your yeah. socks. In your socks. You know, nobody's going to think it's weird because yeah. everybody Every, does it. Everybody's in socks. He walks in, looks around. <laughs> I've been had. <laughs> uh, we're looking forward to it, Darren. We can't wait to have you here. Uh, Hans, it's being held at the Leather Repair Company. All right. Awesome. Nice. And Joey discussing <sighs> yep. brands like Built Hamber and Labos Cosmetica breaking into the U.S. market. Yes, we did discuss that. If you have more to say about that, feel free to share further. Uh, Darren asks, any recommendations what to do in the Salt Lake City Airport or my layover? <laughs> well, um, you can grab some pamphlets. There are you many can, delicious can, treats because of Salt Lake City, and they like to believe cook believe they there. do hand out the Book of Mormon there. So if you want to catch up on some reading, you can do that. <laughs> a little light um, reading. Light, very light reading. Uh, that's it literally glows. You open the page. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay. Jeez. Join us. <laughs> they gave me a real special. Join us. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, oh, no. moving on. Moving on. Simon Birch says, uh, Red FTW, hashtag. And then we nice. have EC Details that says, Cool. cool. It's just a bunch of back and forth. Oh, of, Simon, a black fifteen hundred. That oh my sounds gosh. like a nightmare for laundry. That would that would bleed more than I do in Helldivers too. Wow! And so you have experience in that game. I do not because I'm an Xbox owner. You own both consoles, so you're able to. Yeah, Helldivers two is, away a, is a good time. We've been playing that. It's a good time when the game freaking works. It's only been out like four days, whatever it is. It sounds like you've been having a hard I'm time getting, in the last two days. Getting with kicked it. out of that game constantly because the servers <laughs> crash. David Cervantes says. Uh, do we have an ETA on the new Smittens? I understand that they may be low priority, but I thoroughly enjoy them. <clears throat> they are still continued to be a lower priority, David. Just for right now, I think 2026 or 2025 will be the year of the Smitten. The Smitten Mittens will return at some point then, I think. That, that, that is an official thing. We're not pulling your chain here. Like, for real, the, the thought is there. However... Like we mentioned before, on the back burner stuff, the yeah, smiths just... are a little, little further back on the burner yeah. than some other. We'll items. get to it, we but it, it will be gotten to eventually. Um, AC Detail says, "Bro, you know what hits different? Those ripping rags. Oh, I know, Eddie, dude. You liking the ripping rags? Dude, They're a good time, right? Ripping rags are a fantastic time. Ripping I... rag the world. What's crazy to me? This is actually crazy, but <laughs> not crazy, but like it's it it it." it, it but as a replacement it in your out. shop. Well, no. What's crazy to me is Matt, right? So Matt oh, yeah. Norman over at Obsessed Garage, yeah. right? Yeah. 
he loves the OG their shop their shop towels that they have. Yes. So he's calling them. It's the OG microfiber roll. Uh, yeah, that's what they're calling theirs. And um, he's saving them. Yeah. So he rips them, uses them, throws them in the wash, and then he actually just piles them up. So he because has at them. the end of the day, they are still a high quality microfiber towel. So he's been saving them, and I just kind of asked him, like, "What are you doing with them?" He goes, "I just use them for wiping down whatever I need to wipe down." Specifically, I think it's his countertops, That's um, like great. all of his, you know, his his cabinets and whatnot. I think he's wiping them down with all the ripping rags that he's already used and rewashed. And um, I told him, "I go, dude." People need to know that you can reuse these. They and grab sh- like and a microfiber you... towel. They will pick stuff well, up. They are microfiber towels. So people should be washing them, basically. But what I'm getting can. at is because people may be inclined to think because, oh, the ripping rag is like disposable, it's cheaper, it's whatever. No, they still function just as good as any other like Terry style microfiber towel in that size range. Yeah. There's still 70 30 blend, which we do differently than anybody else doing like a rip type rag. Yep. So it's it's definitely really, really good quality towels, even though they are cheap, so to speak. Yep. Affordable. Yeah. Uh, Neil White says, Hey TRC, will you be selling the new MTM wide mouth foam can bottle? I have no idea <clears throat> yet. We've um, heard that a few times. I have no idea. I normally am on top of that kind of stuff, but I feel like I've, I've only been gone for like a the cumulative time of like a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of weeks. I yeah. went on a family vacation and then I went on a TRC trip and I, for some reason when we got back, I'm like, I feel like I've been gone for three months. Like, so really it was more like three weeks because our trip bridged two weeks, two weeks right yeah. in the middle to the other middle. And then we were gone the extra two days. Cause yeah. that's what you get for being gone over a weekend. Yep. Uh, Hans Klosen says, have you guys, uh, played with the new Rupes tool yet? Yes. Hans that we've, well, at SEMA we did, but I have not yeah. played with outside of that. We haven't gotten our tool yet for us to have here at But TRC. it's not like you only spent five minutes on it. You were in there for like 45 minutes playing around with it, well, using it and on then all kinds of different Before SEMA opened during the day, yeah. and then actually after it closed off, I was there checking it out. So And, okay, what were your key takeaways with the tool? The thing is freaking stable. It's quieter. Like lightweight. It's lightweight. It's it. super smooth. It's going to be the best. The LED light may feel kind of like a gimmick, but I think for the right people it will I think that that tool is going to take over. And I Genuinely. know some people are scared of the price, but I think for what went into it, it truly is different than the past polishers they've yeah. offered. So yeah. it feels justified. Um, Alex says, uh, who let Anthony into Canada and why wasn't I notified? Well, Alex, I was in uh, Alex. Canada, Florida. What? I was in Canada, Florida. Uh, wink, wink, Dane. Ah, uh, Okay. I technically did step into Canada. You you did. You did happen. No, yeah, it just hit me now. There were there were moose there. Uh there's a lot of flannel. There was a guy with an accent. There was a guy with an accent and a guy with an axe. Yeah. Um it was a little late at night, so it's hard to see. It was some late things. at night. Um, what was the what was the beer? Alcohol was, could was, have also made it a little difficult to what see. Was some the, what was the Canadian beer they have there? Oh, it's Molson. Molson. Everybody now, granted, like yeah. the same way that Australians, when they hear like an American say Fosters, they go, "Ew, that's not something we like." I'm sure Canadians feel the same way about Molson, or maybe they don't. Let us know, or yeah. Labatt Blue, or something. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just naming off ones that I recall from my childhood banners up on you know advertisements and like IndyCar races and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, Ricardo, Ricardo, what's up, TRC you are crew? correct. Mike, I believe Mike is Portuguese. What's so freaking funny I can see about it that? Because his eyes and his cheekbones, they uh, Portuguese guys kind of have a look. Me and Mike have never. I don't think we've ever spoke about uh, each other being Portuguese. 
Genuine. That, that is interesting because Mike, I don't, will, Mike will chat to you about almost anything. I, I talked to Mike. I talked to Mike for forty minutes when we were that at, yes. at, at, at Adam's place. How did? But I was Portugal mainly talking. Never come up. Well, I was talking about his family. I was talking about. I was talking about asking about his daughter. And Even that, more. And how. And how He's in how he's going to be a grandfather and all sorts of different stuff. It's hilarious because we talked all that time. I even was talking to his son. And I don't think, I don't think at one point did we talk about, no, we didn't talk about anything Portuguese related. And I think our first time when we met back at Rupes all those years ago, I don't think we talked about being Portuguese either. Maybe I got to call Mike and say, (laughs) hey, Mike. So I realize this is kind of out of the blue, but. You're Portuguese, right? right? And mm-hmm. then you just start going off on a tangent about all things Portuguese. Well, and he'll he's talk from, to you about lingua and all that. Right? Yeah. Well, he's from Northern California, which would probably make sense. Or that linguisa, whatever the special. Linguisa. Yeah, But I don't know. I, I'm, like, I'm half, right? Like, my, my dad's from Portugal. So what, the way you talk about it, you might as well be full. What, is that, what does that make <laughs> me, though? It makes me, a, not first generation, a first, first generation American in my family, second generation. What does that make me? If my dad, I forget how that works. Came, <laughs> came somebody educate us there. I came and came worked. to America, right? And now I, I am the first of that whole side of the family born. If, if you're the, the first the one, US. if you're the first one in your lineage who didn't have like an accent and all that stuff, then I think you're first generation immigrant at that point. But the, you didn't. You were born in the, the US. First, I'm, the, I'm the first person to disappoint my family on the island. <laughs> you yes. were you were born in the US though. Yeah. So, but it's hilarious because hmm. we were with my sister, right? And we were hanging out with her. You wouldn't know she's Portuguese either. I mean, honestly, we're all. We're she's a character, though, man. She's fun. <laughs> Moving on. RJ says, uh, "Coach, can we active foam?" Good stuff. Well, the. I'm not sure what that was referencing, but hmm. yeah. And then goofy face thumbnails. Got it. They, says Joey. They just work. Now, granted, the algorithm could always change, and suddenly the preferences change, and then you stop seeing that as much. Great, because it's not my first preference to make every thumbnail with a big <gasps> face on it, but it's just what gets people to click. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> anyway, Hansi. What's Hansi say? Uh, Hans says, uh, it was kept in a barn. Owner passed and family sold it. My client bought it a few years ago and had it repainted and put a new soft top on it. After all that work he did, and needed a good polish and vacuum. Nice, man. Uh-huh. He's selling it now for 62K. I, I hope he gets that. Well, you know, I've seen salvage title S2Ks these days selling for over 20. So what's 62K for an amazingly low mile example yeah. of an S2K? It's a collector's model at that point, I suppose. Although if he repainted it, I know I can factor into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. I wonder how the paint quality was before that happened. Um, Kevin says, mm. 55 people in here and only 16 likes. What the heck? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Send here, see some love. In the second half, hit that like button. Please do. Turn these into these. Please do. Please. Listen to Francis. That's right. Do this for us. Thank uh, you, Aaron says, so what's the song <laughs> in the absolute commercial that sounds familiar? I think it's like a generic island commercial <laughs> <Yeah>. beat thing. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Buffett knockoff <laughs> or something. Yeah. What's funny is I think we heard that same song we were in the villages on repeat. <laughs> I could have sworn I heard it blasting out of a freaking golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just cruising. Also, none of the golf carts there were electric. I was shocked. Like, I thought for sure there'd be some, like, just electric golf carts. Oh, dude, Everybody's got a little little one piston guy just fighting for its life to power that thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Simon Birch says, "When will we get Anthony doing explosive fifteen hundred videos like the TikTok ones <laughs> for the black one?" Oh my gosh! 
I don't want to do that. I don't want. I don't want to be that guy. Right. I don't. I don't want to make the goofy thumbnails either. And yet, because that is what the audience wants, even if they don't want it, it's what YouTube says they want, and the views correlate with that. When are you going to sell out and just start doing stupid over the top fifteen hundred videos in order to compete with the the other towels that are out there that seemingly are building entire brands off of a it's single just, towel? It's just it's funny because like you get people like that in those in those videos the on that particular black towel but and they it, show them and they the show towel them, is not different well, than they, other microfiber know, towels know, out there if you know where to look. It's a magic trick. People go, it's a they're like what they're like what does that? That's amazing. But it's because they're not marketing to detailers. They're just marketing no, to average people who haven't our, seen all this stuff with before. Our luck, Dane, you I, tell us. I'm I, so curious what you guys think. I could go and make that video on our 1500, right? Yes. And literally blow that towel out of the water. Literally blow it out of the water. But here's the I problem, know you right? could. I would go and do that. I wouldn't. We wouldn't hit the audience that we want to hit. No, we would hit detailers. It would go would to go, details, and detailers would, would go, make the snarkiest oh, comments, like, like, "Oh, like, really, oh, dude?" Anthony is stooped down to this level. Wow, you know, TRC must be down. <laughs> they're, bad. they're like, "Uh, yeah, things are looking a little rough." Yeah, uh-huh. and they go, they, "He knows that any microfiber towel should do." I, I can already see the comments, and I go. Just some common desperation doesn't suit you, TRC. You know, just the whatever thing that people write when they want to hurt other people's feelings. I know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> Remember, see. there's real people behind this stuff. Either when I start making those videos, I know that. <laughs> don't don't make a detailer cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> making these videos, don't judge me. Um, Bill Pearson says, "Hey guys, checking in a bit late, uh, but I was busy enjoying Adam and Anthony's mm. Washington talk. Thank you. Great show. It's great to see you guys. Uh, it's great to see and hear you guys collab with him. Thank well, he's you. a local and he stops." by from time to time so we just thought it would be fun to have him actually you know wash a car in the studio with the guys true, true. so that was a good time but i know people were just like oh my gosh uh, are you gonna carry the products Cole? it's like no he's local he's around so it was just a fun collab don't read too far into that <laughs> all right then i've got alex Dewar. he says carpet mats <clears throat> give me anxiety just i get it the the existence of them yeah i understand I Oh, he was joking about how to create uh, stripes on a rubber floor mat, and I realized just stripe the areas that you want to clean and then leave a dirty stripe and then do a clean stripe next to that, and you've effectively striped a rubber mat. Perfect. Uh, The latest progress, a progressive commercial with Dr. (laughs) Smith is hilarious with the guy in his old carpet floor mats. Do you still own that car? I do not. Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. Is that is that the is that the commercials? I haven't seen that one. What are the commercials where it's like you're trying to? Keep prevent people from becoming their parents. Right. Yeah. Those are. I think those are progressive ads. Is it progressive? It might be Geico. I think it's Geico, which I think is the same. Same. Well, because Geico, Geico started that whole trend back in the early mid two thousands of just doing like total non sequitur ads that didn't really relate to anything insurance related, but it was just like something engaging, like the caveman or whatever, yeah. and the the gecko and all that. They just found things that okay. Maybe we talk about car insurance, or we just talk about something that has nothing to do with that, and people might still watch. Turns out people watch, and then at the end, they take a little pitch for insurance, and at the end, they're like, yeah, I still enjoyed that. It's all right. I didn't mind watching that. No, they hit the nail on the head with yeah. the, with the pre- keeping people from becoming their parents. Yeah. They, they did such the, a good job. Those were a very effective campaign. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron Bauer says, is the current stock of KCX Green Star Formulas NTA uh, Nitro Latresec, whatever the heck that is, I have no idea. I have no idea, Aaron. I'm not even going to act like I know what that is. Nitrilo triacetic acid. Nitrilo triacetic. Is it nitrilo triacetic? Am I saying that right? 
I don't gotta know. get the flow. I'd have to, I'd have to ask. It's like a I'd have to twister. ask KCX USA and ask them. She if they... sells seashells by the seashore. Yeah. Josh McKay says, "Hi guys, I thought Q and A was canceled due to uh, the Wash Wednesday Q and A. Apparently not. No, we surprised you. We Are did. you surprised? We're all here. Yeah, we're having a good time. All right. Uh, Chad Broad says, I agree. Toyotas have a, such an uninspiring driving experience. Barring, say, like yeah. a GR Corolla that's outside. Jimmy loves that. Or a Supra or something like that. I mean, unless you go back to the 90s, I haven't experienced much in the way of a exciting to drive Toyota. Just not. That's not to say there's anything wrong with Toyotas. It's just I'm not feeling particularly like creative or inspired after driving one. And did I mention I hate the transmission in the Tacoma? I will say that until the end of time. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh McKay says, Anthony, what should I use on hand-cooked tires that are brown where tread meets the sidewall at only 1,500 miles on them? Uh, so you could use PNS Undressed. You can use Green Start full strength. You can use something like Optimum Power Clean at full strength. I mean, it'll knock the brown out real fast. Um, or in the case of yesterday, talking with, you know, hanging out with Adam, you can use yeah. Adam's Tire and Rubber Cleaner. Hey, or I mean, or just buy stuff that we sell. But I think Power Clean, uh, just buy the straight up buy the pint of Power Clean that we sell. We sell pints of Power Clean, uh, whether it's awesome. whether it's in the OptiCoat line. Uh, actually, yeah, you just buy it in the OptiCoat line, the green pint there. Spray it on the sidewall, agitate it with a stiff it's bristle tire brush. Stuff. You're good to go. Yeah. Scott Mattern says, uh, "Good afternoon. I hope you're well. My parents are trading in my mom's car. I got her weather texts. Uh, I got her weather texts for, for Christmas. Should I actually pull them out or just let them go?" Depends on if they're being included with the sale of the car. If she's getting a better price because they're already in the car and somebody yeah. takes that as meaning, oh, this person took extra good care of it. Dude, Sometimes that psychological tra- bit if, plays know, a role. If you're trading it in, though, they don't but, give okay. a crap. A trading it in. Yeah, okay. Crap. If you're trading it in, no, pull those things out immediately. Sorry, I wasn't focusing on the trading in part. If it's going no. to a dealership, the dealership doesn't care. Take those out. And they may not necessarily fit if they're, like, laser cut for that model. Is she replacing it with the same vehicle, just newer? Or is she going into something Tell them separately. Get your money back. Yeah. Yeah. That's... um, Well, I know you are, like, Mr. eBay and Facebook Marketplace. Well, no, because dealerships, they don't care, man. They don't care. They don't care about those accessories and stuff like that. Like, genuinely. Like, when they look over a car, they're looking for major... They're looking for mechanical damage. They're looking for cosmetic damage. They're looking for all that. They don't care... All the trim and accessories, anything that you would have put on it and whatnot. So, like, genuinely, like, Dane, when you sold your, or, I mean, whatever you want to call it, the, the Toyota Tacoma, right? Yeah. You know, Gabe was like, Dane, let me take your headlights, right? <laughs> he let me wanted, take, he let, wanted, because those are OEM. I can't take those yeah. off of it and replace well, it because well, that literally wouldn't be the same model anymore. That's messed up. Well, I know. You can't do that. I know, but he was like, let me take this. Let me take this. No, he literally he, he wanted to like, like. Disassemble uh, your car. The yes. Repo man, like body parts, just steal it from the car. It's like, dude, I know, no. <laughs> I know. And I know it affected your trim model, but I guarantee, I guarantee 100%. If they scanned your van and said, oh, sweet, it's a premium, right? They look at the car, cool, it's a premium. And then what was it? Was It, it was car, uh, um, what do you trade it? It was Carmax. a TRD off-road with the technology package so, and all that. Carmax, so it was well-appointed. CarMax would have scanned that in and been like, cool, all right, you're, yeah, we're cool, we got your car. And you'd have been like, so you're you noticing anything missing? They'd be like, uh, no, and we don't really care. No, because at least half Max. the people there are not going to be have, car people, or yeah. they're not going to be, you know, now the next like person, some of the details. Now, the next person might be a little upset. However, if the next person was smart and knew what they were buying, he would say, hey, 
my truck's missing these things. You guys should pay for that. And they would go, hmm, I guess we do need to pay for that. Yeah. And CarMax, with their billions of dollars, I don't think yeah. they'd be affected. No, they'll just be like, all right, we'll cut this off the price. Still interested? Like, yeah, oh, you yeah, go, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, because historically, at least when I'm looking around online at car prices, the Carvana, the CarMax, all that stuff, it's always a little more expensive than whatever is being sold private sale, yeah. generally. But, Maybe that's what I'll yeah. do. If I ever go to trade in like a car, like we ever go to trade in our Forerunner, <laughs> just don't I'll, do it with a lease. I'll, I'll strip. I'll strip everything <laughs> off that car. I'll you strip. Gut that like, sucker. It's gonna be like missing trim and all sorts of stuff. But it's inconspicuous <laughs> stuff, and so like trim that I know it's worth like a ton of money, or like random like pop clips and things. Your like Evo's that. gonna become just a Lancer yeah, OC yeah. Rally Edition or yeah. something. And then they're they're gonna go. Is this even the full car? I'm like scan the VIN. And they scan the VIN. They go, well, it really oh, is. Okay. So I go, uh, yeah. Give me my money. Oh, God, I just thought, like, how amazing of a troll would it be if somebody went to the trouble of rebodying all the stuff on an Evo, like, 9, and turning it just into a base Lancer on the outside? It'd be a horrible day. Just, just from a visual standpoint, just as a way to troll people. Or you just or, or you just literally put an Evo motor into a Lancer, because that's pretty much the same thing. I mean, that's the same thing, but it's it's more just knowing that somebody went to the trouble of taking <laughs> Evo and then just bastardizing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's there's something just really messed up about that. Anyways, uh, yeah. Alex. Stewart says, uh, nothing wrong with Boise. If Darren needs, uh, if Darren needs an adjacent British monarch, monarchy <laughs> resident, I'll be here for you. Ah, uh, yes. That's hilarious. Something good to look out for your fellow, uh, you know, folks yeah. from abroad. Uh, Simon Birch says, sounds a lot like Top Gear stuff. Oh, you must put your mm, out. That's customary here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The shoes off in the hotel thing. Yes. That's what he's referring to. <laughs> Um, SLC airport is lovely, says Jeff C. It is nice. I don't have any issues with the SLC airport. We wind up there a lot because it's on the way to other places. It's a really easy airport. And honestly, once you get to Salt Lake, you're literally an hour away. The thing about the SLC airport is it does have a a whole lot. It's like a split level house. It's like a constant little barrage of like little ups and downs. Not a lot, just a little. Like you're going up 15 feet to a new level and then back down Mm -hmm. again on a tramway or something i don't know it kind of feels like that Salt Lake city airport is amazing for plane spotter enthusiasts yes there is some interesting stuff that comes through because it is kind of a central point in this side of the country what jeff says when crazy. my son was born and we traveled to slc i was in the first class and two rows behind Aframid. That's, that's awesome crazy but then he got high okay so we that's got ricardo hilarious. here and how many ounces of rags to riches should we use to wash the eagle blanket I'd use like one, just yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, and an eagle I blanket would, shouldn't be getting that dirty in the first place. Just saying. What I would recommend, Ricardo, would be to wash it with rags to riches, hang dry it, just hang dry it. Don't 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 just don't don't put it in the dryer. Hang dry it and then tumble air dry only to soften it back up. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think I think that towel in the dryer. From what we tested in the past, it was fine, but it did not feel as soft when we dried the towel fully in the dryer versus hang drying it and then tumbling it afterwards on like low heat or no heat. Yeah. So just yeah, okay. take, take what you will from that. Rick Smith says, uh, I don't fly. If I can't drive, I ain't going. Boise road trip one day. Rick, we'll see you if you drive up. Rick, I understand that. I used to, I actually used to hate flying. It used to, it used to be one of my biggest anxieties is flying. We got you around on it. Now I don't really mind. Actually, you don't, you don't, I don't think mind too much about it. But no. when we started this job, you were always like a little antsy Dude, before every flight. I was on 
edge every single time I'd be on a flight. You're like, I need to take a happy pill before well, I get on this metal well, tube flying through the sky. Eventually, I just realize, I go, if something happens, there's nothing I can do about it, mm-hmm. right? Jesus, take the wheel. I mean, it's literally that. It's exact. It's exact. It's that. I, I don't know. I don't it's want, out of your hands. It's out of my hands, brother. Anything, right? It is what it is. So <laughs> why worry? Yeah, can't do anything anyways. I don't know how to fly a plane. Um, you want to learn really fast? Alex Dura says, oh, Molson, nice. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff C. said... I have a 1984 Molson banner from a ski downhill championship, world championship, the one that my parents oh, yeah, yeah, did their did. music at. From up in, they were up at Banff, and that's where it was yeah. held. But uh, anyway, yeah, we got a true-to-life Molson banner in our Sweet. garage. Jesse says, for those worried about the price of the new repairs, remember that it comes with like $150 of pads and liquids. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is true. We've got Mr. 441. I keep wanting to say 411, you know, like an info directory, but yeah. not at all. Molson is still very Canadian. Yes. Okay. So not quite on the same level of Australians hating Fosters because they feel like it's a misrepresentation of their beer culture. Is it? it it's mostly like... Foster's is a very, like, Americanized idea of what an Australian beer is. Like, it's but, super commercial and super just not Within well then, well then what, do, uh, what do people think of Heineken? I mean, you know, the Heinies, they're their own thing. It's, what, what, isn't, aren't they Dutch? Netherlands? I, 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 don't, I don't recall. I'm pretty sure know. it's from the I, Netherlands. I actually just completely blanked on where Heineken even comes from. <laughs> I thought it was Germany no, I for think a second. From, I think they're from Holland. I think. Is it? The skunk, Somebody the, tell us. The Somebody skunky, who knows. I, the skunky now beer comes from where? I used to be real good at all this trivia stuff, and just I haven't thought about okay, it What do the Mexicans think of Corona? Well, I mean, Corona is also super commercial. Like, it's, I would much rather have a Pacifico than a Corona. Dane, you can have any beer as long as it's a Corona. Or a Modelo. You know, just oh. something that's not a... Anyway, this is not a beer talk. This is detailing talk. Okay. So we're, we're moving on. Oh, First okay. born in the U.S. is second gen. At least that's how my Italian was. Okay, all right, sure, uh, whatever. <laughs> so okay, second so generation first American. Generation. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll there take you it. go. Um, what polish and pad best used for interior hard plastic, mm. piano black, etc.? Owen from Atlanta. Um, Thank you for the question, Owen. So, in my experience, when I'm using like a Rupes, when I'm using my hybrid, my Nano. Um, I'm using anywhere from just the yellow pad to a white pad, the one inchers, and um, that's it. Do you piano black? I've never, I've never had to use. I've never used a wool pad or anything like that. Like I've pretty much, yeah, yellow foam will do a lot, and I usually use something like Optum Hyper Polish. As if I do hit adjacent trim or hit anything like that, it's not going to stain and it's not going to leave behind the abrasives um, in that trim. Because the tricky part with a lot of those piano black plastics generally is. Sure, you can polish it and clean it up, but it's usually in the like wipe off stage. If somebody's not using the best towel or something, you can remar it so easily. Super easy. It's really tricky to find that balance. But Dude, that's for yeah. interior stuff. It's kind of a different animal. On exterior, like you said before, once you polish that up and get it cleaned up, just like PPF that. <laughs> On an this, exterior, like pillar. Dude, I would do the same thing for the interior it. or straight up. I know it sounds really like <clears throat> dumb, but like Jimmy just bought that GR Corolla, right? Super sick, right? Yeah. But it's got piano black interior stuff. I would have bought that car. I would have taken it off. I would have plasti dipped it, right? <laughs> and I know that sounds janky or, or ghetto or whatever. But right? you know what? It protects but it. I guess it so. protects it. <laughs> it wouldn't get ever get any worse. And I would be able to now make it a nice flat black or satin black, 
like I would like. Somebody out there, though, can't help themselves. Somebody who's like, you know, that person who picks at things, if there's even a remote chance that an edge on that comes up, you know you're going to have like a passenger sitting there picking oh, it. Oh, absolutely. So um, annoying. But like, <laughs> yeah, or I'd wrap it. Or I would just... Or a I'd, wrap might be the better move. Wrap would be a good move. PPF would be a better move. I don't know what I don't know. With what wrap, you could, yeah, like shrink wrap it around. Yeah, I don't know. What I, I just yeah. hate piano black. It's um, terrible. Car manufacturers, stop using that. Find other materials, please. Simon Birch says, uh, "Please make it." I don't know, Simon. We'll see. Uh, oh, and then Super Auto <laughs> says, "We need a new bathroom skit vid with Anthony uh, and the attendant for ripping rags." <laughs> It's like just reuse the same footage, but yeah. change like some of the inserts. Yeah, it's just but it's, it's just Seabass's whole. You insert like Glenn could do the graphic. She could just have Seabass holding a rip and rag yeah. roll, and I just have him tear it off for me. Right, and then so. and then you hear the toilet flush. <laughs> oh yeah. no, no. Uh, enough of that. Superado says uh, yes. It's progressive that does the doctor okay. commercials about training. So that's Doctor Rick. That's All right, I, I didn't know he went by Doctor Rick. My yeah. bad. Jeff C. says, uh, Dane, any update on the Jazz? It is back in the garage. It is on a battery tender. Everything looks good. They did a very good job repairing the front. You honestly couldn't tell that anything ever happened to it. They PPF'd it as they were supposed to because I made sure to include that as part of the whole insurance thing. I was like, you're going to put it back exactly how it was. And sure enough, it, it is. It looks great. The downside is, I think after that experience, I just... I can't see myself holding on to a car that if anything were to happen like that again, like totally out of my control, to lose a car for what was close to five, almost six months, I I just can't go through that again, at least not in my current stage in life. Yeah. So I think as much as it pains me to say, I, I'm probably going to sell the car and get something that if anything were to happen to it could be repaired locally much faster, easier. Yeah. So if anybody's in the market for a Jaguar F-Type R... Hit Mint me Kinesh. up. Honestly, it is in great shape. It is. Seriously. <laughs> like, it is just that thing. It has less than 30,000 miles. 28,860 yeah. miles. So, anyway, it's this got, is not a chance for me to plug it. but a new front just, bumper on it, I'm just it saying, too. it's got a new front bumper. Everything else, the headlights are new. All that stuff is mint. So, yeah. you know, you okay. talk. <laughs> Joey Blitzky <laughs> says, um, where does the foaming ability of wide open fall? More like Pearl or more like Radiance? Mm -hmm. um, I think it... Foams better than Pearl, um, and way better than, and significantly better than Radiance. So it's probably the best foaming of all three of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron says, uh, "Is Jace in the last detail joined TRCMA? Would love more new content." Jace, Jace is a great is, guy, but he's also a very busy. He's guy. busy, man. He's got he's, some pretty heavy responsibilities he, outside yeah, of just because he's detailing. got his day job that he does, and yeah. so I don't know at what point. We would get him to take it to the next level, you know, anytime soon with with the, with the brand and uh, and the last detail. Right now, he's obviously he's doing his. I think I, I don't know if it's like a situation where he's so far into the military, like he's done so many years where he's like, hey, he's got to yeah. finish it out, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it could be one of those things. I don't, I don't know, like what stage of the timeline he's at. Like he, if he plans like, to be there much longer, or if he's like just. I don't doing know what a, retirement there is. Is it twenty years or whatever it might be, mm -hmm. or until you can start? You know, I know twenty years. There's some kind of threshold for what twenty years. So means, like Jace but. has got to be in it like ten years or something like that, or more I than that. I think he's even further, like closer so, to fifteen. So maybe like in the next five years, he might retire and be like, "All right, all all in." Last yeah, detail, maybe. Let's, let's keep going because it's a great product. And actually, that that is one thing. Not to like 
like go off on a huge tangent, but like when you were working with Freddie on the Porsche 996 Turbo project, mm-hmm. that beautiful car, if you saw it on Tavares' channel, um, that when you were working on that, Rex was so surprised. He's like, well, what are you working with there? And you kind of walked him through it a little bit. He knew what the last cut was, but he asked me if I liked the Coach Kimmy compounds and polish. I said, absolutely. Right. But this particular combo that I've been using for years has never let me down. And But I remember how I surprised really like... he was when he saw you use it and he saw what it looked like. And he went, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But it, it was just, you know, yeah, it was sold him on it. Uh, Scott Mattern says, um, anyone here need any 2017 Acura MDX trim pieces or floor mats? I have the hookup. That is the same body style as the one we had in Florida. It was. <laughs> if I still that, maybe we could have gotten you some headlights. Yeah. Or something. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it would have been better suited swaps. on another Acura MDX because that one was tired. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Dewar says, uh, I'm out of here. Have an amazing weekend, guys. Love you all. Alex, we're going to see you soon, man. We yeah, can't wait. Yeah, buddy. No, look forward to it. And uh, he did confirm with me flights are booked, so it's all okay. good. We will see him. Hans does confirm that <clears throat> Heineken is Dutch. Boom. Okay. Got it. All right. And then, oh, Darren here says, so I have been to the USA before and visited ah. New York City in 2011. Got a new passport. His mind had expired. Hope you all have a great rest of the week. Okay, perfect. See, so I knew he'd been to the U.S. before. I swore he told me some story it, about so how he, he visited one like city, and I guess yeah. it was NYC, which is, I mean, hey, of all the cities to visit, <laughs> that's that's a big one. But uh, yeah, no. So he's got a little experience, but I guess you can't pull the shoe trick on him. Yeah. So new idea. Come up with something else. Uh, Heineken was introduced in 1873 <laughs> little, little in the Netherlands. Lesson. On February 10th, 1864, Damn, Gerard Adrian Heineken bought the Haystack Brew in Amsterdam in 1873 after hiring Dr. Elion developed a Heineken yeast and was established the first Heineken beer was brewed. Wow, Hans. Thank you, Hans, with the knowledge. That's what people come to the Q&A Thursdays for, to learn about beer history from the 1800s. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Next up, we've got Kirby. What's Kirby saying? Sadly uh, to hear, Dane, but realistically, that is a safer route. Yep, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that's pretty much where we're left off, although I will say the car I want to replace it with is probably a lot more economical on fuel. I've been looking, yeah. and it definitely seems that way. So we'll, you, we'll give it time. I think you just need to go and buy it, Dane. I can't just do that. I think you can. I can't just go and get think, myself I think you need a, I think you need to introduce ND2, your... ND2, Miata you RF. I think you need to in, introduce your old lover to your new lover. <laughs> Just, all right, now Keith. <laughs> now Keith. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, that's pretty much our Q&A. So thank you, everybody who watched today. We had fun. I like when we get to go on these tangents. I realize sometimes it can be a little quieter, a little calmer. We didn't go as crazy on it, but I, I felt like we got into some interesting stuff. So hopefully the conversations and all can continue down in the comments below so that this video can live on in perpetuity. Now, if before you go, you could please hit that thumbs up. We'd really appreciate it. Helps get these videos in front of more folks and uh, hopefully they can share in the fun so Q&A can keep expanding as time goes forward. And uh, Ryan there made it just in time. Have to rewatch later. Have a fantastic weekend, fellas. Thank you, Ryan, for popping in. Appreciate you. Uh, Anything to add, Anthony, before we go? Take it away. All right. So on that note, I want to ask you, please subscribe to the Ride Company podcast if you haven't done it already. There's always an audio version of this that uploads wherever podcasts are found, just in case you didn't know about that. Otherwise, you got the videos right here. You can leave comments below. Maybe we'll touch on it in a future video. Otherwise, have a great weekend, and we'll catch up with you next week. And we'll have Leboy with us, too. All right, guys. Take care. See ya. See ya.